0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Burkquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist and host of This Is My Show. Which starts now.
1: All right folks, welcome in. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm Drew Burkquist. This is my show and we're ready to rip a whole new week lots to get to going to be going to be fun hope you had a good weekend though man there was lots of great ball lots of great games few big stories that happened too we're going to get into all of it we're just going to have a whole good old time today here on the show welcome to all of you folks wherever you are whether it's rumble facebook youtube getter x spaces we're glad you're here hit that like button
2: you said x this time
1: i did i'm Look getting at you I can be taught new tricks. Not really. It's it's a difficult, <laughs> it's a difficult ask. But um, we do. We've got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk, obviously, uh, about a lot of headlines. We'll get Bobert in there and her boobies. Those will be a part of the conversation. We're going to talk about Joe Biden being double. Everyone's talking about him. We might as well join in. It's Tata Monday here on the show. We've got some sports adjacent news. Some regular just. Sports news, actually, too. We've got Africa news. You knew we were going to go back to that troubled continent, and we are. We'll get to you guys all along the way as well. But before we get into all of this, please, you guys, make sure that you are doing the right thing with your savings account. That could be an IRA, it could be a 401k, it could be a combination of both. Whatever the case might be, protect your hard earned savings. Bidenomics is not working everyone's funds are at jeopardy. The U.S. dollar is losing value like crazy, but you know what's not? Gold. Gold, silver, precious metals. My good friends over at American Alternative Assets can hook you up with a free wealth protection guide. They can talk you through everything, explain this entirely legal tax loophole so you can get your funds transitioned into gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right, call 833 287 2465, you're going to be glad you did, guys. Get ahead of this. Be smart. Okay, let's kick some things off with some headlines. As we're all aware now, or most of you were, I I always tell you to take a break over the weekend from politics. I hope that you heed that advice slash warning sometimes. But you inevitably do get on social media and you kind of cruise through and see what's happening. And, And Representative Lauren Boebert, who's of course known to be a Freedom Caucus member, and a smoke show at the same time, uh, got herself into some controversy over the weekend. And when I say she got herself into it, she, she in this case, really did. Now, there's extenuating circumstances. There's other angles to the story. We're going to talk about it for sure. But whether it was the vaping that was the initial report, her getting kicked out, or the eventual groping that we've all seen, it was all right there for her fellow theater patrons to take in so let's watch the groping video uh which obviously is a surveillance camera footage question as to why there is surveillance camera footage is is a whole nother question we'll talk about that too but let's watch the groping vid and discuss. You can see it pop up on the screen. A lot screen
3: of uh, women's rights being uh, addressed tonight, and we're expecting to hear that from President Trump, uh, showing support for the dignity of What's every woman in America. That's what the concerned women for America uh, believe in, oh, the dignity yeah, of a it. woman.
1: So the main thing is, let's go back to the top, because that woman was distracting me, and then most people are going to be okay with seeing this again. So let's just— Let's just play it there. Okay, we got a right hand reaching across on a right breast. It was placed there. It was placed there, yeah, and then kept there. Now there's some swirling going on. We've got a right hand of Lauren Boebert in the groin of her Democrat party mate that night. At one point, two hands were in the groin. So you can see this. There's lots of that. The vaping knot on this particular one, he's getting after it. Um, good for him. <laughs> got to be uncomfortable being the people— around them. But here's, look, here's my view on this, because there's lots of conversation going on about this incident, about Lauren, about the hypocrisy of of both sides' messages, all that. First and foremost, keep in mind a lot of you out there are right. It is serving as a nice distraction to Hunter and Joe, because there's a lot of headlines, important ones that we should be discussing, and and we will again today, and we do damn near every day on the show. But as as people pick sides, and I stand with this, or I, whatever the case might be, I think the real question is, is is well, and, and people are saying, does it matter? She can do what she wants, right? She's an adult. They're consensual adults doing you know teenager things in a, in a theater. Or why aren't they caring about folks on the left being naughty? You had David Hogg who put out something how she should resign. But there's also tweets of him saying it's no big deal that a Democrat and Susanna Gibson is doing ChatterBait sessions. But I, again, I would say it's this: if we're, if we're talking about what the real question is, uh, groping in in vaping is just a teenage behavior. It's 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 like an adult wearing a book bag into a business meeting. How do, how do you expect people to take you seriously? That's that's the, that what I get to, and then you get to the question, which is. Which is not, or is she right, is she wrong, it's not any of this stuff, it's, are any of these representatives, so-called, so-called representatives, I should say, since none of them actually represent us, are any of them actually good for us, for our parties, for our country? And, and I think that's the bigger issue here. That's, that's what's frustrating about this moment. Everyone makes mistakes, and I get it, we all do, the amount that I make in a three-hour session every Monday through Thursday is astonishing. But you've got people out there saying, I stand with Lauren, leave her alone, et cetera, all those things. And I would just say, in this case, I've, 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 some of her policy, some of the stuff that she's done, being a member of the Freedom Caucus, all those things, there's been some positives there. But I don't stand with Lauren on this issue Or a lot of other issues. And it's not just her. I don't stand with any of them. I think you've probably, I hope you've gotten that message by now from this show. And at least from me. These people walk around as if they're rock stars. You could see it with, with her strut and all of that as she's being booted out of there too. But they walk around like they're rock stars. And the vast majority of them were never cool to begin with. She often gets a pass because she's hot and and particularly was particularly hot that night if we're all being honest but that doesn't really matter right that's not what's actually important for the country we deserve better and and again that's not to say people don't make mistakes they do but these people right here lauren included are supposed to be representing us guiding us guiding the country and they're doing neither they're they're just not doing either now Again, people are going to step in and say, well, that's weird that there were, and that it is, that there was a surveillance camera that was watching them and then zoomed in on them. Now, there have been reports that she was vaping, which is maybe why security started zone, zone, you know, kind of focusing in on that part of the of the show. But it does feel like there's some setup here. It does feel like there's some nefarious stuff happening on the other side. But my point is, is you don't have to respond to that, to whatever the left is doing or not doing here. You don't have to respond to it with, I stand with this person or that person. I think I think it can be just a little bit more clear than that. Like, hey, this was just dumb. This is something you do in, in middle school or high school in the theater as your hormones are raging. And I think it's more of a, a deeper issue that we're facing on this level. Again, she's done some good things. I'm not trying to throw her out. I'm just not going to say I stand with her on this.
4: Yeah, we've entered <laughs> we've entered a new sort of strata in, in politics where AOC helped usher in the uh, celebrity politician, and you see politicians now carrying themselves as if every time that they're out in public, they're walking the red carpet. When we were at the the uh, Republican debate, you, you bring it up, you know, just about every show what absolute dickheads that most of the politicians, the Republicans that were there, yeah. the way that they carried themselves in public wanting to have pictures taken of wanting people to come up to them which, you know that, that's just the era that we live in now but getting back to Lauren Boebert, first of all my big problem is the video. You're in an auditorium of what, six, seven hundred people and all of a sudden the security guy Who's running the camera zooms in on a two shot of those two just at the moment when they start groping each other seems a bit weird to me and I've never run security at any kind of like a musical or a theater uh, production but do you really have a security person zooming around seeing what people are doing during the performance it seems like you have it in there on a wide shot in case some really bad shit happens. That way you have it on camera where it comes from because we've had, you know, in Russia they had the Chechens that came into the theater and held it hostage. Yep. You had the uh, the Eagles of Death Metal concert in Paris where the jihadists came in and killed everybody. So if you're doing security, why are you why are you in tight? You know, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. And plus, this boyfriend that she has you know, being, being a, a Democrat supporter. And then now there's stories about his family being, you know, really high up in the uh, Democrat Party in Colorado and so forth. So it just, it, it seems all very suspicious, but in no way does that take away her behavior. Right. It's I don't like public displays of affection anyways. I just, well, you don't like affection. Like, you're not a hug. I'm a hugger. Like, Tom's like, why are you touching me? Yeah, but it it just it it grosses me out when people are like making out with each other, like you know, in a restaurant or something. It's just it's uncalled for. So for her to you know to see this with her, it's like you know what? I don't live in Colorado. She doesn't represent me. Whatever. If people in Colorado are cool with her, then that's totally fine.
1: Yeah. Well, no. And again, I think that the 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 camera footage. Should be a, a point of discussion for folks for sure. And I, in this day and age, you lean towards what are you doing, folks on the left? What are you doing? Whoever you know might have malicious thoughts as it comes to this. The only the only silver lining I will say, it, from a security perspective, is and not even a, a common sense perspective, not a security perspective, because I, I think it's hard to argue people who are working at a theater are really deep in the security field. But is. There was other images and stuff of her vaping earlier and complaints. So perhaps, just playing devil's advocate, perhaps it was zoomed in on, okay, let's find where this person is and let's see. And then, oh, this is interesting now. Now they're just getting after it. Um, I'm not saying that's the case. I could see how how that happens. But to me, it's never that simple anymore in this this day and age that we live in. There's always some play or motivation behind it. Was it a setup? Was it this? Was it do anything and everything you can to just capture something? So we've got something to use against her because, A, we don't like her, meaning the Dems and the media and people like that, and, B, we've got a bunch of stuff that we need to distract from.
4: So, uh, But then again, I mean who's the person that files the request to get the footage, and who does the footage belong to, and why would they give that up? I've, I've worked in situations and on shows before where there, there's been incidences that have happened in— you know, in public venues, well, public private venues, like a movie theater, for instance, which is in this case, there's a lot of steps that you have to go through to be able to access that footage. And for a private, you know, a private venue to turn over footage like that, That's it, true. It, it, it all, it just, it, it smacks of something that, you know, it just isn't right because of, it. it just, this, this kind of thing just doesn't happen. Yeah you know? No, no, fair point. No, I
1: agree. Getting access to that footage. I mean, it was out like that. I can see how you would get zoomed in on it, but that's a totally fair point to then share it with the masses right away because it's Lauren Boebert is a totally different thing.
4: And and look, and right. And and whose decision it was and who owns it. And yeah, we we don't know any of the backgrounds and we we have, we're just presented this image, this, this you know, the footage here and saying, oh, wow, isn't she horrible? Look what happened. We don't know anybody's motivations, especially for releasing it.
1: Yeah. No, I think, I think there's tons of question marks and, and very questionable decision making, um, which, which was probably made f- for the very reason that we're, we're talking about it because someone wanted us talking about it. And, right. But at, at the end of the day, it does come back to accountability.
4: Yeah, She and brought it on she brought it on herself her and her like boyfriend in engaging in that activity. Yeah
1: and you' she in her apology, I'm going through a nasty divorce. I'd hope you'd understand and just I was wrong, you know, give me some grace this Sunday and there should be grace for sure. but but the understanding also is that if you're in these positions, you're supposed to be a smart person, an organized person, a person who understands what's right in, in this setting or that setting or the other. Do whatever you do at your at your house, or, or yeah, there's a time and place for everything. Exactly. So, I uh, I think that there's 100 some 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 backstory to all of this. I, I just to, to me, it's like for everyone who's who's saying, "Well, I stand with Lauren," and I stand with, I, no, I don't, I don't. I think it's dumb. I think the the left is being the left here, 100. percent but I think that this is another perfect example of we just have the wrong people representing us. I can literally think, I know I bring up their names all the time, and they could change too. But Anna and Eli are the only politicians that I know well, and they're the only ones that I seem to be able to be okay with. The rest of them are just hot messes. They're just, they're not good for us. And some of them have tricked us into to thinking otherwise. Uh, but to me, it's just, do better. Like Again, if you were... If you were 13 or 17 or Ting San in her 20s, like, cool. Everyone's had a groping session in a theater before. Not when you're in your th- 30s or 40s or whatever the hell she is and a U.S. representative in your home state where you know people are going to be watching you. It's just dumb. It's just dumb and reckless. And I, I just, to me, I think it's a disappointing disappointing deal. And and I, I'm not saying that she should resign or any of that stuff. Not at all. Again, there should be grace, but there also should be the very thing of, like, you fucked up here. Like, that, that was just dumb.
4: Yeah, I mean, for myself, my expectations are so low for any politician that this doesn't even rise to anything, when especially in the past, you've had people like Ted Kennedy let somebody die in a car accident yeah so you know that being your baseline this doesn't figure on that scale at all it's different for me it's different if you like this other chick in Virginia who's got a chatterbait site because she's actually engaging in sexual activity for money right. while strangers are watching her and to me that's a lot more problematic than copying a feel, you know at, at what is, were they at Beetlejuice or something the, the Theatrical production of it. Yeah, yeah, they're just, Yeah, it's just you know, I, I'm more disturbed at you know her vaping than getting groped or, or you know copping a feel on dudes' root during the during the show. You know, <laughs> if you're gonna vape in that kind of a setting, I think you know, in your you know it's against the rules. Then yeah, you should be tossed out, but you know because yes. you're you're disturbing people next to you, and also this behavior. You're disturbing people next to you as well. It's it's like the person who's texting, you know, during a during a movie, yeah. or or talking at the screen, or even the worst of all is they're having a phone conversation on speakerphone during a movie.
1: Yeah, or anywhere. By the way, no one cares about your conversation. <laughs>
4: uh, it, it it is.
1: It just comes down to just basic. <laughs> There's no such thing as basic anymore, but basic social principles, social skills, all of those things. If, if you guys feel turned on and you feel like it's headed that direction, then just go ahead and bug out. The show's probably not going to be that great anyways. Go get after it somewhere. Find a janitor's closet for all we care. Like, But it, it's just, there's there's better ways to do it. Uh, but let's move on with the headlines because there's a lot of people headed our way. You want to see what our current illegal immigration policy looks like in terms of volume? Just as an example, check out this crowd of illegals crossing the Darien Gap. <laughs> So uh, we'll, we'll turn it down now because you've got a sense of it. But, the, the I mean, the crowd of people just goes on and on. That is a lot of people, you guys. It's
2: like the opening time at Disney or something. Everyone's waiting to get in the gate. Yes. No, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's insane. And they are. They're waiting to get in the gates of your country where, where taxpayer dollars, you and I's money, will send them wherever they want to go. Now, they're not here yet. They're down at the Darien Gap, which, for reference, is a section of territory that connects North and South America Kind of the, the southern tip of Panama, if you will, and then the, the northwestern edge of, of Colombia. But that is a, a spot where a lot of people traverse, but then they do. They begin these caravans that come towards us. And it just, I thought it was an interesting picture because we are being devastated in our country by illegal immigration and open borders. And that's, that's the type of volume of, of people who are trying to come this way, and in fact do come this way.
4: Yeah, for Democrats to say that the borders closed is just it's an outright lie and has been a lie for two years. And even going back, you know, in the run up to the 2020 election, myself, you, others have been wa- warned people. If Biden comes into office, he's going to throw open the borders. And yeah. no, you don't know what you're talking about. Democrats love the country. And the fact of the matter is they don't. And if you want to go back to the the great replacement theory and, oh, that's, you know, a racist trope, is it really? Is it? Well, first of all, the great replacement theory was was conceived by a leftist professor. So start there. But it sure seems that way. Yeah.
1: No, it it absolutely does. Um, You don't have to pay attention hard. You really don't uh, to to see all of this stuff. One uh, just comment over on Rumble that I'm going to go back to before we speed speed ahead this was going back to Bobert caught the boob handling but not the pipe bomb setting at the Capitol or the Coke place or the Supreme Court leaker or dot 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 absolutely I mean the the hypocrisy and all of this stuff the lunacy of all this stuff there's a ton of of threads that need to come out and be discussed as it pertains to the Lauren Bobert story for sure we're not going to do it today we don't have time to do it because there's a lot we want to get to but Um, but you're absolutely right. Okay. Reminder for those of you over on X spaces, we are going to come to you. We're going to get through some stuff here. And then the second half of each hour of the show, we, we come to you guys. So just be patient with us. We will get to you. I promise. Uh, but let's move, let's move on with this next story. Cause remember when we started learning about domestic extremism in the U S it was kind of that new phenomena. We heard drums beating constantly. We're told we, you, me, all of us, the people, people who love America, that we were terrorists, And it made no sense, and of course it still doesn't because it's not true, but it's continuing. And whether it was at a school board meeting or taking different views on COVID, whatever the case might be, if you disagreed with the Democrat narrative, you're a terrorist. That was it. Then of course we had the instance where white radicals, domestic terrorists, allegedly plotted to kidnap tyrannical governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Well, as we later found out, it was not domestic terrorists, it was actually the FBI. And three men who were accused of plotting the capture were finally set free yesterday. Here was the report.
5: 23 past the hour, we are following breaking news. A verdict has just been reached in the trial of the three men charged in the plot to kidnap Michigan's Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Joining us now, NBC's Antonia Hilton.
3: So, Antonia, good morning. What's the verdict? Good morning, Jose. Well, these three men who were accused of being part of this 2020 plot to kidnap the Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer have all been acquitted on all counts. Now, these three men were part of this militia group, the Wolverine Watchmen, and they were accused by the government of being part of this plot of taking part in drills and surveillance of uh, Gretchen Whitmer's properties. And what they have testified, two of the three testified, saying that they took part in these drills but did not know the plot until the very end. And they weren't some of the central players here. Some of those folks have already been convicted. They are facing up to and about 20 years in prison. But these three men, two of whom are brothers, are off on all charges. And you will remember, you know, for anyone who hasn't paid much attention to this case recently, you know, this was a big deal back in 2020. It was part of the story of the extremism, the rising rhetoric around that time, a closer look at some of the militia groups in the United States that have been organizing and at times put uh, both voters and politicians' lives at risk here. And so, you know, while these three men have been acquitted and this is the last of the trial, they're one piece of a much larger story, Jose. Antonia Hilton, thank you so very much. All
1: right. So, Sister doesn't mention the FBI's involvement. They're obviously a very leftist slant there, which is what you'd expect on that particular network, uh, doesn't mention them also putting people, the FBI, that is, into the Michigan Capitol to look like a weaponized takeover either. But this was great news for these few guys. More more to go, but good news for them, because as, as evidence has shown, as court filings have shown since, this was all a freaking setup, something that's all becoming all too familiar here in the United States, where a weaponized FBI— Stages a, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's. You, you talk about Bobert being out of play. They're like staging all these plays throughout the country. That, that's what's happening. So, uh, anyways, good good for these guys. I'm I'm
4: glad that they're free. There's there's more work to be done.
1: I wish the people would report it the right way, though.
4: Well, there's a couple of takeaways from this. This woman who is you know was interviewed by that dude, whoever. Uh, it doesn't really matter who they are. Uh, The NBC people. But my first takeaway is the Wolverine Watchmen. Yeah. That is such an FBI pencil pusher coming up with a name for the group. (laughs) You know, it's just it's such bullshit. Starting with the name. That's just that you could tell that was focus group. What are we going to come up with? Oh, this is what we got. All right. Let's go with it. Because they're thinking, oh, we can, you know, intrigue people by a cool name and this and that. And that's number one. Number two, she's talking about, well, this happened in 2020, which where we saw this, you know, rise of domestic terrorism. And this goes back to remember Rolling Stone did that article about rape culture on college campuses and implied that there was this whole sort of, you know, rape like rape session going on at Syracuse and they had a huge rape problem and it turned out that the the person who wrote the article was lying and there was no truth to it whatsoever. But the way they spun it was, well, it may not be true in this particular instance But at least we're drawing light on it where it could be true across other campuses it's the same thing with this okay these guys weren't real domestic terrorists but at least it sheds a light on what might be happening across the country and that's the play the left always does they come up they have some sort of they'll find one little thing that fits into their narrative and exploit it and when it's found out to be a hoax then it's like well in this instance maybe but in the grander scale of things it's still a problem like you know Jesse Smollett was the is the perfect example well he may have been less than truthful oh you mean he was lying let's just say less than truthful <laughs> but in the end he he's you know expressing a problem that permeates across this country because that was founded on systemic racism yes and that's what they always default to whenever they get caught in some kind of a lie like this right
1: and, and what's, what's awful about it is it works, because there's people out there who listen to them who are like, oh, that's a good point. We, it, wor- it
4: works because the media is, pro- is promoting these false narratives. Mm-hmm. That's why it works.
1: Well, and because there's dumb people who take on yeah. said false narratives and don't do any thinking for themselves. It's ridiculous. Well, the Democrats, speaking of them, absolutely hate RFK Jr., won't let him on the ballot, into the competition in any way, shape, or form, to the point where I wouldn't be surprised—this is going to come back in the question of the day, so be thinking about this—won't be surprised if he runs as a third-party candidate or figures something else out. He even uh, suggested over the weekend that something like that could be possible. But I bring him up because over the weekend, there was an assassination scare. An armed man was caught posing as a U.S. marshal, swiftly arrested at the Wilshire Ebel Theater, where RFK was doing an event. Here was the scene after the arrest and we'll discuss it.
6: really quick before you guys get into it. <laughs> I just, there's
1: so much I love about that. So, I mean, uh, in seriousness, oh, I, I, don't know, I don't know all the particulars, that, not all of it's out there yet about how close we came to yet another Kennedy assassination, but you had someone there. You had someone there who apparently his, his intent was there. But I'm, uh, I love that the assassin, the would-be assassin who dressed up as a federal marshal chose to go shoulder rig for his pistol.
4: Yeah, I like that, and I like the uh, blouse boots too.
1: The blouse boots, yeah. I mean, you guys, you you've got to learn to play characters better. <laughs> you just you have to do it. You can't put on the what are the old? Is it the um, you know, the glasses with the mustache and the bit or the oh, nose? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, like the Groucho Marx. Groucho glasses. Marx, like, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, you, you, you've got to have better outfits. You got to have better outfits. I mean, he's he's got some different credentials. He's got a lot of credentials. He's got a lot of a, badges. A print on his shirt, a hanging badge, a a badge on his waistline, and then also his his ID, ID. card. Yeah. So uh, I think a little bit overkill. Again, the outfit doesn't uh, doesn't match whatsoever. You've got to know who you're playing. Uh, wh- what would um, what would Michael Keaton do? I think that that's often what we find ourselves asking ourselves. He wouldn't dress up that way.
4: No, and you know to, to his credit, RFK Jr has hired Gavin De Becker security company to do security for him since he was d- declined by the Department of Homeland Security and I you know Gavin De Becker literally wrote the book on like celebrity protection and has been you know, at the forefront uh, in the private security business for, you know, years, 20, 30 years now, or actually maybe longer than that, because he originally started with uh, well, Elizabeth Taylor, <laughs> you know, back in the in the late 60s. But he was a personal assistant then anyways, and then it developed into security. But the fact it, it was his people that uh, pinpointed this guy and said there, there's something wrong with this dude. Which this whole thing, the the whole denial, and we've talked about this before of not of not giving RFK Secret Service protection, is because of his father and his father's assassination by not Sirhan Sirhan, but the one who put the uh, slug in the point you know point blank to the base of his skull. Right. That person. Right. <laughs> so it's just it, it, it's amazing to me that you know now this happens and it just it goes to show you if you're not a part of the enemy class they will do whatever they can to silence you we see it all the time it's you know you either your 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 life's put in jeopardy or people from your past come out and say oh you know, he did, you know, horrible things to me, uh, you know, it, it, in the dressing room of Berkdorf Court, <laughs> which to me is still one of the funniest stories because I could never un- I could never see Trump going into a department store shopping himself. That's just a nonstarter. For no,
2: me.
4: <laughs> no. It, there's there's so much to laugh about in that story. But I mean, th- this incident, I I highly doubt that he'll get Secret Service protection. And you know what? Is he going to be safer with the government? Protecting him or an outside agency helping him? Yeah, well,
1: there's that's and that's a very good question. Uh there's also another question, which is today's question of the day. And it's this, folks. Do you think RFK Jr. should run as a third-party candidate? The Dems have blackballed him. It's not going to happen there. And he his polling numbers are way better than Joe Biden's. Now, granted, so is everyone else's, <laughs> just getting. Just getting your name out there, you're going to do better than he is. But the question is this. Do you think RFK Jr. should run as a third-party candidate? I'm not asking you, by the way, to vote for him. I know some people are, ah, I'm voting for Trump or I'm voting for that. That's not the question. The question is, is should RFK Jr. run as a third-party candidate? We will talk about your responses. We will share. Our responses will also get to you guys over in X Space as well as the chats on the other side of this quick break. Stay with us.
0: Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show related sweepstakes, and other in studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoin club.com.
2: The most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom moth levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty.
3: Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited-edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow,
0: Pillow attention americans breaking news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you take action now the federal reserve phase deployment of fed now began on july 1st 2023 be prepared this may catch many off guard your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy
1: Welcome back, folks. Question of the day. Do you think RFK Jr. should run as a third-party candidate? Let's get to some of your responses. We will share ours as well. Mudcat says, I hope RFK does run and think he should. Andy Pearson, yes, RFK should run third party. Yes, he isn't wanted on either party, says Jill. Ting says, this is America. If RFK wants to run, then I support him running, even if I would not vote for him. Love that answer. It's a good one. Grandfathered sin. Not happy with me. No, you're not suggesting anyone vote for him, but you're buying the narrative that they're pushing to get RFK voted for. Sometimes I can't believe you worked counterterrorism. Well, first and foremost, counterterrorism and politics have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) They just don't. Kicking doors and hunting people are different than politics. But I'm not buying the narrative. I'm just—I kind of take—I think Ting's answer is great. This is America. If you want to run, you should be able to run. If your party— the Democrat Party, which is not really his party anymore. They've long abandoned the principles of his uncle party. and his father. It's the Communist <laughs> Party. But if he wants to run, go do it. Go do it. I'm all for it. Doesn't mean people need to vote for him. And I don't think there's much of a narrative here whatsoever. I, I don't really know what that point is. But but yeah, I, <clears throat> I think that that's um, a good answer that Ting had. Um, he kind of is the third party. So yes, says Jackie. Um,
4: what do you think, Tom? I think he should. He, he has every right to like I, I agree with you and Ting. Uh, if he wants to run for president, go ahead and run for president. And the best possible outcome, no matter who the uh, candidate on the Republican side is, is that RFK will siphon away votes from that person and to help get a Republican in office. Yeah, because right now, I mean, both parties are pretty much you know you've got one well you have the communist party that is full speed ahead and they are going you know full on this whole sort of you know globalist socialism uh world economic forum blueprint that they want and then you have the Republicans who are just kind of like along for the ride. The, the rhinos especially are like, yeah, we kind of like that, but we just don't want to go as fast. And we want to make sure that we're not totally on their team, you know, just so we can, you know, siphon off more money from people. So, yeah, I go for it. Yeah. F News says, yes, he should run.
1: Fuck Joe
2: Biden. Okay. Disco do you have a response? Uh, I mean the response i uh, hate to be a broken record but I agree, it's America he anyone should be allowed to run I mean come on we just we have Bobert, you know allowing forcing him to touch <laughs> groper in a th- like, come on anyone could run but he has every right and he should have a secret service detail he should have all, have all these things we've been denied it all and so I you know we've talked about it off camera like Every time they keep saying no to him, it makes him more enticing. Like, I don't know, like maybe he's got something else that we don't know about that they're trying to hide. So, yeah, run, run for president.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it comes it comes down to that. Like, again, I I would not vote for him, but I like that he I always say this. Here's what I do like about him. He's level headed on a bunch of issues. And most importantly, he doesn't hate America. My bar is really pretty low when all (laughs) politicians are losers. It, 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 and, and all of them come with their problems. He's got a lot of issues and policies that I wholeheartedly disagree with. Oh, on Second Amendment, yeah. yeah. But but we can at least have a drink together because you don't hate the country. I'm happy to have a a discussion, and it won't even be heated because that's not how I do things. Like we'll just we'll just have some fun talking about shit. But but that's a huge thing, and it would it would be good for us. I'm telling you, the best scenario is is whoever on the GOP side. And there's a lot a lot to be said there in terms of—there's there's a lot. We, we get into that all the time. I'm not even going to get into that. But whoever on the GOP side versus RFK Jr. would be the ideal race for America right now because we don't lose our country in the next four years. It might not be who you want on the GOP side, and you might not vote for RFK Jr., and you're not going to be able to because he's not going to be the DN, DNC candidate unless he's the third-party candidate, then you could vote for him. But having him in the mix is good for America because— if they went with him, which, again, they're not going to, that would be great. Uh, and if they don't and he goes third party, it'll still siphon off from from the left. So it's it's still good. It's a net win for us, um, even though none of us, I think, in this audience, certainly none of us in the studio would vote for him. But, but that's yeah. not what it's about. It's not about doing what I do or Tom or, or Disco does or doing—that's not what it's about. It's what's about is best for this country and people having the right to do what they want to do in this country— uh, which is kind of an old-school thought, I know, but it's an important one.
4: Right. Well, Obama feels like he's this close to finishing off the job that he started in 2008. So he looks at somebody like like RFK Jr. as an impedance to that, and you we they, they have to be sidelined somehow. They can't be a part of the election process because when you come this close— to fundamentally transforming the United States of America, nobody, especially from your side, supposed your side is going to get in your way right right exactly exactly no you you couldn't be more right, okay,
1: you folks on X basis, you've been so patient, I know some hands have been up, and they come down. Just a reminder we, we come at the end of the hour in each hour, um, and there's times where people put their hands up at the beginning it's not that we don 't notice you we just the, the show is going to a lot of video platforms, which is something we've got to keep in mind. So we try to keep everyone happy and get our points in, but let's go now. I think Jen X is here. What's up, Jen?
7: Not much. You know, when uh, Tulsi was running last time, I really wanted her to go third party because we all know what happened to Bernie Sanders, the decision that was made down in Florida that, you know, the democratic party is going to elect who they want to elect. The primary means nothing. And it's sad that RFK is going through the same thing. Like what is it going to take for them to realize that you know why have a primary why have multiple people I think the Democratic Party should just own up that they're going to put whoever they want and just stop with the whole I don't know it seems like a like a show doesn't it
1: Yeah the whole thing does I mean frankly on 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 both sides they it's just it's they know the establishment which which and you could you could argue and we do a lot that hey this is, this is a uniparty. We've got a fake opposition party on our side, but the establishment knows who, what the race—it's like a network saying like, oh man, we really want this to be the bowl game here. We really want this to be the Super Bowl because it's better for ratings and it pulls this in and it's better for us, it, which is what they're saying here in the case of politics in our country is, this is better for us. So we're going to put you— and you, you guys are running. That that's it. That's the ticket, or that's the race right there. And and I, I agree. I think people should get get in. We and I look. I've always in the past been like, hey, a third party is stupid because it's never going to work because the system won't allow it to work. But we're at the point now where it's like, somebody do it. Somebody do it. We need to up. When Trump came in in 2016, he upset the purse card. Everything got shaken up. Everything saw every or everyone. Excuse me, saw more of everything, <clears throat> whether you were a Democrat or Republican. It just, it shook the whole system up and broke a bunch of stuff. It needs to be done with the parties. We, we don't have parties that represent us. We don't have candidates that represent us, at least not mainstream, uh, or they're not allowed to get mainstream because of the system. So, I, I'm all for anything that shakes it up now. Um, that, that's where I am. That's why I'm not affiliated with any party anymore. I, they, to me, they're just total failures who hate America, and I don't want anything to do with any of them. Uh, great, great comment. As always, Gen X, we got another hand up disco. Who we got?
2: We got TX, uh, Elizabeth, TX, Elizabeth.
8: Go ahead, Elizabeth. Hello. I'm thinking that, you know, when this was coming out, one of the things that I was thinking about is if the Democrats in charge could get away with it. I think they take uh, the Secret Service away from President Trump. They don't want any of us to be safe.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. <laughs> they they will do anything and everything they can. Because, for look, for them, it's 100% compliance or bust. You either go along with all of their views and beliefs, which, by the way, change a lot. It's, it's 100% compliance or bust. And if you don't, it's not just, well— that sucks that we disagree and for them. We want them dead. And out of the picture. That's just how sick and twisted they are as, as, as awful as that even is to say and feel, but I, they're not on our side. I think you're hundred percent right. If they could get away with that, uh, they would. And if they could get someone infiltrated and they would, and it's not just, I mean, it is because it's Trump, but it's, it, it does, you can fill in the blank, frankly, with anyone. If, if if fast forward, let's say DeSantis ends up being the guy or Nikki Haley. I'm not saying that's who you want or anyone in the, in the crowd wants. I'm just playing out scenarios here. They will vilify that person, particularly DeSantis over Haley, to the point where they will want people to do the same vile things to him. And you can say, well, he's, he's this and he's that. That's not the point of the conversation. They just, if, if you're not on their team,
4: they, they care so little about you. It's It's astonishing. Well, for the communists, it's all about the party. Nothing else matters. No individual is bigger than the party. So in order for the party to succeed, everybody has to do and follow what the party wants, and you have to be lockstep with them. I mean, you just look around you. I mean, now with uh, with COVID sort of making a comeback or whatever... Every Democrat I see is not well. I shouldn't say. Well, I'm gonna. Everyone wearing a mask is a Democrat in my eyes. I can tell that they're a Biden voter because they are so wanting to get back to just fall in line, put on the mask, keep your head down, and just put the party ahead of everybody else, and be damned to every this idea of individualism or self-reliance.
1: Yeah, Daddy, tell me what to do.
4: Govern me harder,
1: Daddy. Yeah, govern me harder. <laughs>
2: Grab, grab. Are we yeah. going back on a daddy string We're again? going no. on a daddy string
1: again. <laughs> but that's what they want. Do we have another one? Did you say that? Yeah, we got P.O. Texan. All right, P.O. Texan. What's up, brother?
9: Well, the way I see it, everybody's a pawn. I mean, if you're not in the clique in the Democrat Party, you're a pawn and you're expendable. i say that again. You are expendable. You have a false sense of security, and they are pushing it down your throats all the time, patting you on the back, saying all oh, that's good, and pushing you away when the cameras aren't looking. Just yeah. like that uh, old cartoon, uh, what was it, uh, Sam the Sheep Dog and Ralph the Wolf. They're shaking hands uh, uh, off camera, but on camera and sitting there barking at each other. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign at all. We are doomed unless everybody gets together. The Republican Party has to merge. These never-Trumpers need to get emotion out of it to start thinking for their kids and their grandkids. Do the right thing. Magga this thing back into existence so we can drain the swamp. And I mean, I want cracks at the bottom of the swamp.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. But here, uh, Absolutely. You're you're right, Pio Texan. But the issue is, and we all know it, and I think you know it too, is we're not going to get people back together. You just can't do it anymore, which is which is so sad and so depressing. It's the thing that I hate most about my job. I love hanging out with you guys every day. We have a blast around the studio. We get into all sorts of trouble, and then we talk about the realities that we face as a country. It's like shit, (laughs) and that's why we have a full bar because it's. I mean, because you would think, hey, this is. Again, we, we used to be able to disagree with people, even in the Democrat Party. We used to be able to have a conversation with them. Maybe we vote different, go to cocktail parties together, though, whatever. Uh, every once in a while, maybe it becomes heated. Maybe some shrimp cocktail gets inserted somewhere it's not supposed to. It's That's really here nor yeah. there. Now it's just we hate each other. And even on our side, which, again, I think our side is such a false— a false— um, Title Because I, I, we're so tribal everywhere. There's so many tribes within the Democrat Party. There's some random ass tribes in the center. There's tribes on our side, and we just loathe each other. I, I can tell you, there's a lot of people on our side of the aisle that are further right than me and are further left than me that I just am like, I don't like you. If we go, if we ever go to blows as a country, which I pray never happens, you're not on my team because some of them are just batshit crazy. And it shouldn't be that way, but it's gotten that way, which is which makes it so difficult to imagine people coming together. And 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 you think, okay, well, okay, we're not going to come together as a country anymore. That's the, the the writing's kind of on the wall for that. But you'd think, you'd hope we could come together on our side. I don't even freaking know if
4: that's possible anymore. And and that is the that's awful. But I I mean, do you? What do you think? I, I think we can come together on our side because the way that I see it right now, I see people on the left who look at. People on the right, they're like, oh, they're they're a bunch of white supremacists. And, you know, even though that they're not white, they're white adjacent. And that's why they've bought into systematic racism in the United States, which is all a bunch of BS. And then you have people like myself on the right who, oh, you're a Democrat? Most likely you're a pedophile. That's what I believe, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But I think the commonality with people on the right is I don't think a lot of people on the right, no matter— You know, whatever camp that you're in, think those people are pedophiles. I think that we're, you know, on the side that's like, okay, we have drawn a line in the sand that our side is not going to be the side of pedophiles or pedophile enablers or promoting the mutilation of children by getting rid of, you know, their breasts or their penises or whatever— we, we, we're we going to we're going to, you know, toe that line, whereas the other side, it's like, OK, that's what you guys are into. Well, we have nothing in common, yeah. you know, unless you're in that very small minority of Democrats who isn't a pedophile and who doesn't think that general mutilation on children is a good thing.
1: Yeah, no, 100 percent. I mean, we have plenty to agree. We have a ton to agree on on our side. We just need to. Realize that we have a ton to agree on on our side, and and realize how bad they are on the other side, and push back against it collectively. I, I know, but, you,
2: but I also think too, you know, we have politicians on our side that are fighting each other, the infighting. If that could come somehow to a halt or a mute, whatever you want to call it, you may not hate, you may not like them, that's great, but you have people who are like, oh, you're not for Trump, well, then F you, you know? And you're like, well, well come down. And vice versa. yeah. yeah and vice versa. you've yeah. got people like Mitt
4: Romney and Lindsey Graham they are just absolutely fucking worthless and only live, Possibly fucking each other. Yeah, only live to get reelected. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's their whole priority and goal in life. And, you know, I say this a lot- the, 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 the only difference, you know, progressives and neocons or, or rhinos or whatever you want to call them are the exact same people. They're going to the exact same destination. The only difference is that rhinos and neocons are driving the speed limit where the progressives, their foot is down to the floor, man. They can see the end in sight. And, you know, Obama being their spotter in the tower is like, keep on the gas, man. All right, he's coming up on your left. Keep on the gas. Don't let him in. You know, oh, we got to find somebody else to, to box him out so we can get to the finish line. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. No, I think you're right.
2: And uh, we do have a hand up. It just uh, came up, but Andy said something great. We're going to kind of circle back using a Gensaki here. Maybe Tittygate came about so we won't focus on Barry fantasizing about homosexual sex daily. That's from Andy Pearson. Well,
1: Rumble. I mean, I, you know, I'm glad to say that. I saw that. I meant to go to that earlier. Um, obviously, we talked about Tittygate, Boobgate, whatever we're calling it. Again, Lauren's chest looked amazing that night, but it was still a bad night. Oh, for 100%. I, I think it's both. I think, too, again, we can, we can have multiple things be true. Shitty night, stupid behavior from Lauren, great dress great distraction for the Democrats. Yeah. Uh, all those things can be true at once. That's what's so cool about reality, is they can all be cool at once. It's 100% a distraction, or, or it's at least—whether it was planned or not. I I, I I, see plenty of discussion points as to how it was planned. I don't dispute them. But it is, at the end of the day, does that really matter? No. What matters is multiple things—well, it does matter, but multiple things can be true at once. It's a win and a distraction point for the Democrats. And it's it's a hit against Lauren who, who who made some really teenage and stupid decisions that night Yeah. with a freaking Democrat yeah here that's the big I mean, there's another thing that we're not even talking about in that conversation guys you can't I think it's really difficult to marry someone who doesn't have your same faith and political beliefs. I'm not saying it's not done it is done. I just don't know how in this day and age where the the, the divide has been made so much wider. I don't know how you could do that. I just think it's really tricky. Again, you should disagree and have some heated discussions or— OPPOSITES ATTRACT. All of those kind of things. But I I just can't imagine marrying or dating a Democrat right now in this
4: day and age. Well, let me put it to you this way. Just, uh, uh, you know, not saying—put politics aside. Well, put it aside, but just use this as a metaphor. If it was a professional wrestler and you were dating somebody who was a heel and people would be like, man, I can't believe you're dating that heel. But what you fail to realize, even though what, what you know in dating the heel, that the person who's just a fan of wrestling doesn't realize that the baby faces, the heels are all in on it together. Yeah. you know. No, that's true. And I'm so turned on that you're using a wrestling <laughs> thing. <right now. laughs> because you're not inside the, the inner circle of the yeah. professional
2: wrestling. No,
1: 100%. Well, and, but, and that is a great point, though, as it pertains to this. We don't know why she was with a Democrat. We know she's going through a nasty divorce. We know that she's horny as all get out. Those things are established. Is it because she's not really a true Freedom Caucus member and she's part of the thing? She, who knows? But it does. It does bring up that point. I'm not saying specifically for her. I don't know her, so I'm not going to judge her. Her behind the scenes politics and goals and motivations. Uh, but again, I will say, since she's a politician, and almost all politicians are scum, that you're 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 scum until proven not scum. But. All of this is, it is set up. I mean, again, reminder, you have these votes and these people who go and it's political theater and we know that more now and and you'll see that and then you know, okay, well, Lady Graham and the Democrat he was just shouting at are either going to have a drink and or a drink and sex after this. We know that about some and then we give the others all the benefit of the doubt. Oh, but this one would never do that. Says who? Why? Why do you think that? That system is so corrupt. There's so much money and power involved that... It's almost impossible. And I, I give them a little bit of, 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 of understanding for the system is so broken that it's almost impossible to go to D.C. and, and not be corrupted if you weren't already corrupt before.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know, it, going back to the wrestling reference, when I was nine years old and I totally dirty. bought into professional wrestling and they came to Naples, Florida, and it, I was there with my friends. We had a great time, so we were waiting around to get autographs from some of the wrestlers, and to my shock and dismay, I just watched i watched Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race come out of the locker room, get into a car together, and leave after a 45-minute match where they were bloodied each other up at uh-huh. the end of that match. Yeah. No, I, exactly. <laughs> that, it, it, this, this, uh, the politics, it, it reminds me of that.
1: Okay, so we, we have encapsulated, I think, on This Is My Show. We, we do a lot of things right. We do a lot of things wrong, too. But we've, we've nailed the Harlem Globetrotters, Washington, Washington uh, Generals. Um, why am I second-guessing? It's Generals, right? Yeah, yeah. Washington, Washington Generals. General. Yeah. Washington Generals analogy. Perfect. And then also how it is. That, that's so great, Tom. It's just like wrestling. They're, they're at each other's throats for weeks leading up to that pay-per-view but each and every time they're on TV or in some arena in your town, they go out and get drinks yeah. afterwards because they're, they're best friends, which in that case, they should—I mean, you should be friends
4: there. <laughs> but oh, yeah. that's that's the— every, that's... every day they're in front of mics going, and this is what I'm going to do to you, brother. <laughs> if we don't pass this amendment, we don't pass this bill, it, it's going <laughs> to rain hell on you. It, it's the, They're cutting promos every single day. And then when it comes to these votes, it's one— Two oh Oh, he powers out. Oh, we got to vote again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a,
2: ah, damn it. That's yeah. so good. That's so well, good. and I'm, I'm not trying to take her side or anything, but at the same time, you know, maybe it's hard for her to find someone with the, you know, with the same time that she has to hang out and be no, with someone. No, it's not. You're lowering
1: voters. I'm just like saying. You're, you won Jesse Kelly's hottest congresswoman award and got a half-used Red Lobster gift <laughs> card couple years ago. It's a great award. It's, it's the best. It's the best. Uh, and, and you're the before Anna came in, you were the hottest thing in DC. Now you're not. Sorry, even pregnant Anna's hotter than you are. But like, and that's weird because she's my friend. I'll, we'll te- we'll talk about that later. That's weird. But like, you you get like she's. <laughs> I'll text you. It's fine. Um, but you you get the point. I mean, it's just weird. Someone says also. Um, Wrestling is also a soap opera, says F News. It totally is. Oh, That's yeah. Just, as, soon as, as soon as you can realize it's all fake and it's a, just a male soap opera, with, with, now there's female stuff worked in more. Hundred percent. That's exactly what it is, and I freaking love it. And I, I just—I'm—I'm I'm not ashamed. I'm in my 40s, and I like wrestling. Whatever. I just um, love the story
2: you told me when you started watching it again, and you had it on, and then you like turned around and you saw your wife, and she's just like,
1: "Oh, <laughs> my wife." No one knows, you know, my wife's identity, name, picture, any of that stuff, and it's going to stay that way. And if you try and track it down, I will hurt you. <clears throat> but like the Drew Berkwist doesn't make threats um, on the show um, unless you go after his family. But the she totally went in hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> This is so dumb. Like, why are you doing this? I'm doing it, honey, because I just am finding something that's not news anymore, because I live in this freaking news world, and it was the off-season for football, so I'm not watching, like, football talk shows, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) who's breathing on my shoulder? What are you doing? (laughs) And then she she was totally into it freaking loves it she's been to live events now yeah we've got a problem we've i want you to coming.
4: i want you to go as arn anderson for halloween this year <laughs> <laughs> that would be
1: great it's a great poll. it's a great poll. by the way someone said earlier i think it was mud i think mud said it over on uh on rumble um a- when we were talking about dating or marrying aoc's hot but i wouldn't date her 100 yeah it was mud she's freaking smoke show there's a new picture that came out today smoke show She's dumb as a pile of bricks and she hates America. It's a no it's a no-deal. It's a no-deal. You can find that that person who shares your values. Uh now we're a dating show. Okay, we got a hand up. Um let's do this and then we'll take a break. It's PO Texan again. Hey, it's PO Texan.
9: Hey, yeah, uh, it's PO Texan. You're absolutely right. What you just described was uh Sam the sheepdog and Ralph the Wolf. You know, But on the other hand, who hasn't been to a movie and got a little freaky dicky with your girlfriend? And huh. my only problem with that is, uh, hey, uh, why are you hanging out with Democrats? Really? Well, hey, Sam the Sheepdog right there, buddy. Let it fly.
1: Yeah. No, I, you're right. And honestly, I don't, I'm not familiar with that cartoon, which is why I'm not, I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. I'm going to watch it later. Um, hopefully nothing you know a Susanna Gibson ad doesn't interrupt it uh but I'm gonna watch it but the 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 the, everyone's talked about that too P.O. Texan in the chat over on on some of the other platforms everyone's done this most of you have if you haven't you missed out like Mm -hmm. getting a little frisky in a theater or someplace like that is a part of you know it's just a rite of passage I can think of a specific moment i am not going to describe it we've all had it though right we've had it but the difference is tom's so tickled by something over there but <laughs> can you please tell us elaborate and, no i'm yeah. not <laughs> in pornographic detail yeah, i'm not going to i can just tell you if there was you know more um technical cameras back then it wouldn't wouldn't be great but but we live in a different time where everything wasn't filmed everything wasn't there to get put on the internet and then never go anywhere uh, or excuse me never go away but but the difference is and I know you're I know you're not saying this part PO Texan but the difference is with Lauren is you're in your 30s late 30s however old she is I don't know and you're a US representative it's just different like there, there are there are some standards that don't make sense but like you you need to like she needs to do better
2: well, and Mudcat uh, chimed in against it. Evidently, Dems don't agree every uh, sorry don't agree oh my mouse with every woman's choice for their own body. But Boer could kill an unborn baby, and they'd have no problem. Guy grabs her chest, and they freak out. Yeah,
1: she's got to resign again. I don't think she should resign. I'm not for that. I I don't care if she wins re-election. I don't care if another conservative comes in. I care that if a conservative wins, but I, it it was it was not a great look for her and. That's that's just where it is. Uh, by the way, I don't know what we're talking about here. I'm just you know I get pops and buzzes from all the chats, but I see Fetterman um, from F News question mark question mark um, and some different chats going there. Can you imagine catching Fetterman on a makeout sesh Ugh. in a theater? Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: uh, pretty. Uh, uh. Is his wife still in Mexico or wherever Canada? she? Where went, she, to, Canada? she
1: went to Canada. Yeah. I think she's back now okay. that there's a, well, there's a new Fetterman. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: She's in Canada with her new husband, and the look-alike is in DC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a weird ass world we live in.
4: Uh, okay,
1: let's do. We have? Are we
2: good? Gen X has her hand up. Gen Would X. You? Well, let's go to Gen X. Let's go to Jen.
7: So um, I just want to say that anybody who's watched the video, please do not take that guy's technique as a good petting technique. Um, All top boob, no under boob or side boob or nipple. Just don't do it. I'm I'm just saying bad technique. It was like he touched the boob for the first time.
1: (laughs) It did kind of seem that there was an interesting circular motion at one point. He is a Democrat male. So that's true. That was probably his first boob that he's ever touched. If we're, be- let's actually, you know what? Now that Gen X has brought it up, let's bring the footage up and let's, let's go there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Lauren's having to the kind of on, guide yeah. him. No, 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 put your hand here. Now he's just leaving it there awkwardly. Like, no, do something. No. Okay, there's the swirl. No, it's probe, probe, curl. Probe, 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 probe curl. curl. Although uh, in fairness, he did something right because she went from one hand on the genitals to two at that moment. So I don't know. I mean, it's a confusing, <laughs> it's a confusing thing. Um... But we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Joe Biden. Is Joe Biden done? I think Joe Biden's done.
2: I don't think so. You don't think so? I thought you were going to keep Tom
1: disagrees. I don't know. I don't know if I'm committed to it either, but I'm committed enough to have the segment still. So we're going to do it. We'll get back to you guys in X-Space and all the chats. Please hit that like button. We'll see you after a quick break.
0: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1, 2023. I'm
10: sorry.
3: If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the
11: wellness company's emergency medical kit comes in. Over
3: 40% in. of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation.
5: Medical emergency kits with ivermectin.
3: The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics,
1: Welcome back. Jill has asked me to not do creepy whispers anymore. I will try to. Well, it's just hard. Oblige. It's Joe's fault. Uh, Speaking of Joe, let's talk about Joe Biden. We did some on Coin Club Friday, too, which, by the way, more
2: whispering or talking about Joe. Probably both.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, But we need to talk about it some more. And let's start with another uh, Joey boy lie here. This this was a clip from, uh, I believe this was actually Friday, maybe Saturday. Take a listen.
2: Our democracy is under attack, and we got to fight for it. I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years, and I used to teach political theory. <laughs>
1: Time out. There's so much to unpack there. Can we, can we start first with the transition of, of so much to fight for our democracy, which we're not. We're a constitutional republic. So much to fight for, and then you transition into this lie— and I know I know, in general where he thinks he's going to go with this, but uh, the segue is awful. M- more importantly, you didn't teach at the University of Pennsylvania ever. It didn't happen.
4: You were a guest lecturer.
1: Yes, you were paid a shit ton of money, <laughs> but you, you didn't teach one fucking course. I, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat... I don't care what color your skin is, white, black, purple. You can't just make shit up all the time like you do. I, I know you're going to because that's who you are. But it's just freaking remarkable, the lies that come from him. I mean, literally, you did not teach a single class. And you're like, well, when I was an instructor, a, a professor at UPenn, which, by the way, according to people who care about this kind of stuff, the standard, that's a high standard, that's a high point of prestige and pride to teach at an Ivy League school. I think you're gay, but that, to some people that matters. But you didn't do it. Sorry, I'm sorry, Jill. I Just, I just, <laughs> just <laughs>
2: lean into it. Just I, lean into it.
1: It's remarkable. But, and honestly, if, if I'm being fair, I mean, Joe Biden has been the worst president in the history of the United States. I think polling shows that left, right, or center. It, he's not been good. The policies, were all feeling it. But I'll tell you what, the one thing I will miss about Joe Biden— which could be a year from now, just over a year from now or could be god tomorrow. forbid longer or could be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Is his my favorite part about this administration, even though it's damning and we talk about it and we beat him up over it is his storytelling. It, I, you know it's all bullshit, like you know none of it's real, but you also kind of want to see where he goes next. Like I'm just waiting for him to finally come out and say, "You know, I used to be black." cuz that's the kind of stories he tells. It's like, "Joe, that's that's not even that's it's not possible."
4: Well, in this day and age it is. Actually, I guess it is.
1: <laughs> where where are we actually on on white to black, black to white procedures?
2: You know, uh, the only time we've ever seen it is in Tropic Thunder.
1: Well, and Michael Jackson. Michael, ja- yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mm.
2: I'm a dude playing a dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, anyways, I <laughs> I do I do quite enjoy his stories because they're all so over the top and ludicrous and something that no politician no one in his you know stratus which I don't even like saying that but his at least perceived stratus would do like he's he's just none of the things that he says he is and his I mean, there was another clip over the weekend him talking about which we've seen before. I could have been an all-American in football. It's like no,
2: yeah, <laughs> stop it. It's like Uncle Rico from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's, yeah, it's like that. I mean, <laughs> Coach was...
4: would have put me in fourth quarter. But it's like he he has this aura about him as if he's in like you know the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, and he's campaigning by train. And just the people there are the only ones who have access to the story that he says. And so he could say whatever he wants, because there's no one to say what he's saying is complete bullshit. And the only reason why he's saying it is because, you know, this whistle stop that he had was, you know, at a coal mining town in uh, in West Virginia. And then, you know, the train moves on to the next spot, and he gets out in Detroit, and he's talking about the horseless carriage and you know, and they're the only ones who hear that story about how he and Henry Ford were good buddies, and the reason why that you know there's axles on the Model T is because of him, <laughs> you know that sort of thing, and there's nobody there to question that or anywhere else in the United States to question that, and that's how he approaches every speech that he gives as if nobody there is, knows how to you know, get online and check something or right. you know look at a video of you know something that you know took place years ago
1: yeah no it, it, it's absolutely true it's absolutely true <laughs> which and, it, and it, it's exacerbated with him but it's it's the way that all of them look at us, not just Joe. They all think that you are a stupid peasant, way beneath them. You know, can't read, can't can't Google shit, can't do any of that. His his are, his are just so remarkable though, because it is like you. Like, how are you going to fix that wooden wheel? Like like Joe, <laughs> we don't we don't do that anymore. Anyways, like normal though, um, when he was done with that same speech, in fact, that we just showed a clip from. He once again, I, uh, this, is, this is another thing that I will miss. He once again couldn't figure out where to go, how to actually leave the podium. Take a look. There's a cop. I'm well. Pointing that way, pointing that way. I just don't get it that... Here, look... Uh, I'm not saying even though he's playing president, he's not actually the president. I'm not saying that part's not hard. I'm sure it is but but that that part leaving the podium, that part that's not hard as we're talking about walking. It's walking <laughs> yeah. and, and it's also owning it like look, if you're old, you're struggling like Joe, I get being worried about the speech or if I don't do this right, Jill, how do you know whatever if he even remembers her name's Jill. Do I know what I'm talking about? Is the prompter going to be right? Is the prompter going to be working at all? Is it going to go the right speed? Will my meds hold up? There's a lot of questions I would understand if if the if the issue was I'm concerned about doing this event or doing this speech. But with that in mind, if you're at that point in your life and you have to do these things because you're pretending to be the president of the United States, or you're playing the role of the... You, you, You'd think that your mindset would be, I just can't wait to be done with this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to prep for it. I'm going to get reminded of what I'm prepping for. I'm going to get reminded of what I'm doing, but I'm anxious to get over it, to get past it, to do all those things. And with that, you're thinking of getting out of there and you, and you're thinking of very basic things about how I get off the podium, but he can't figure that out. (laughs) And, and, and somehow that's still a, a, a huge glitch. But what I don't what I really don't understand about all of it is regardless of how it happens, why it happens is how he and his team have not just arrived at the point of you're the president of the United States. And or you're playing the role of the president of the United States, whatever wherever you stand on that issue. Just pick a fucking way and go. <laughs> right. Own it. Walk off left, walk right, jump off the front of the stage, fucking crowd surf, it doesn't matter pick
4: something i'm gonna i'm gonna get in trouble if i don't do what i'm told yeah <laughs> he's afraid of getting in trouble he's afraid That's afraid of exactly getting in, in, yeah he, well there's ice cream on the line the, the, the greatest part, though, is how the media tries to give him cover as if Joe's up on stage and he's a last minute replacement for one of Taylor Swift's dancers and is like confused on stage with the number because he hasn't had time to rehearse with everybody. It's like, no, it's turning and walking or not shaking hands with somebody who's not there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dear Lord, help us. But I say all this to get to our discussion point for the day. I told you CNN called him out. I, we we talked—we didn't show this clip, but we talked about it on Coin Club Friday, too. But I told you that they called him out for all of his untrue stories, that we have, too, forever. They've given him a pass forever. But he continues to go back to the story, uh, all these stories, and here was CNN calling him out on them right here. And
2: he has done, I don't know if it's similar things, but he's sort of told some stories that don't line up quite like this before.
6: Yeah, this president has a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about his own past, his biography. He did it three times in one speech last month alone. Uh, He claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when he actually showed up about six hours later. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the time. Hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not not the same hospital. Um, And uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends with who was actually deceased at the time the conversation would have had to take place. And that's not all. There are some more serious ones, in in my view. Uh, Previously in his presidency, he claimed at one point he'd been arrested during a civil rights protest when, in other versions of the story, he just said an officer had taken him home uh, from a protest. He said he had visited the, the Pittsburgh synagogue where worshippers were killed in a 2018 mass shooting. In fact, he had actually spoken to the rabbi, uh, but never but never went. Um, and he, he's made a whole bunch of others, too. Uh, he said at one point, Republicans like to bring this up, he said that he used to drive a tractor trailer, used to drive an 18-wheeler. Never happened. The White House later clarified he used to drive a school bus at one point for as a, as a job, briefly, school bus, of course, not an 18-wheeler. So whatever his intentions, whether it's, you know, foggy memory about stuff that's going on decades ago or deliberate embellishment, this is an unfortunate pattern that keeps coming up again and again with Joe Biden.
1: Okay, so you didn't used to see segments like that from this tiny little dude with glasses
4: that I can't wear because my face is too big. I didn't realize how fat that chick is because <laughs> every time it's just usually like this kind of a shot of her and now they kind of did that profiley widen out where you could Yeah <laughs> It's,
1: it's um i don't know i don't know what to say with that um, but the but the but yeah i mean so so but, but they're calling him out for all the stories that we've all called him out for for a long time no joe that's not true no joe that's not true either that one's definitely not true joe and they've they've not necessarily addressed it they've just ignored it and come up with something else to talk about, now you've got, which we've started to see slowly but surely, more and more news organizations, and we shouldn't call them news organizations because they're just proxies of the left, on that side of the aisle, calling him out, calling him out, saying things that we've been saying. And, and don't be mistaken, it's not them being smart, because as Tom always says, the Democrats and, and, and the Communist Party is all about the party. So if someone starts failing them, they will throw them under the bus in a hot minute and pivot to make the party seem better. In this case, the mouthpieces for the party, the news, has to come off more legit, like, well, okay, he's unsalvageable. We can't fix him. Dude just crapped his pants and got lost leaving the podium. It's hard to manipulate that message into a positive feel-good story. So we need to turn on him. It's not about truth. It's not about America. It's about protecting the party. So any pivoting that is happening right now, please do keep in mind, this is in order to protect the Democrat Party and their their prospects in 2024 and beyond. But it brings up the question, because it's happened more and more. As we've talked about, there is no campaign slogans. There's no campaign pictures or posters there's no nothing. There's no actual campaigning being done by Joe. There's meetings with Soros, with Cam Cam, Pelosi, uh, all of those things going on. There's Newsom saying he's not going to run, even though we shouldn't necessarily take that as, as truth. There's new reports that Michelle's going to run. There's all these things happening, and I just I just personally feel like, and I know I've said this, but I personally feel like I would be shocked. If Joe Biden was the, the, the candidate, the nominee for the left in 2024, that said, I also can totally see him being the candidate. And what I will say is this. They hate you. They hate you no matter what. Congratulations. Happy Monday. The world hates you if you're listening to this show or if you're just an American anywhere. But if they decide to run Joe Biden,
4: it's almost like they hate you more. Oh, yeah. They're going to shove it down your throat and yeah. say, he's going to win. We're going to make sure he wins. And we're going to make sure he wins and shove him down your throat to let you know there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. That, if, if that's the play that I can see them making that play because that, you know, voting is the last thing that we have other than jury nullification where we have some sort of power somewhere. And for them to take that away, it's a a, a demoralization campaign at this point, where it's, this is who you're going to get, like it, and be happy, and if not, there's another country to move to, because you know what, we've got you now, we've got you by the balls, eventually we're going to take your house, we're going to tax you to death, and once we have a digital currency, All you people on the right are going to be in these little digital gulags, and everybody on the left, you're going to be in your own digital gulag. So face it, the president now, that's something of the past. We're getting away from that. We have this whole panel of people who actually— Come up with all the ideas that the the way that we're going to move this country, and these people over here, these special interest groups, they're the ones who actually write all the laws that we put in. None of the lawmakers do anything. Nobody does anything. Here it is. This is the game. The mask is off. It, it's if they go that. It's a total demoralization campaign. If that's what ends up happening. I, I think so too. And I'm not committed to that. I still can my No, I'm not committed to that. I know you you're either. not either, yeah. yeah.
1: But like my, my gut tells me they're done with him because if I was in their shoes and playing, you know, super villain, I would I would throw him under the bus. I would usher in this new, you know, golden calf who's going to be the savior and be like, We screwed up here, here's the answer. Which they have they have options to do. None of us like their candidates, but there's Americans who do. We we we' We can agree or disagree on that, but there's people who will vote for Michelle or Newsom. They just will. But I, I will take particular offense. I feel like we've lost a lot of this no matter what. I will take particular offense if they say, yeah, no, 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 fuck you. We're running this guy. And he's just, dis- I mean, he's accelerating through the cognitive decline so fast. It's insane. And we're going to do it anyways because we loathe you. That much.
4: Yeah. That That is the ultimate F you. So, the person behind the s- scenes that is pulling the strings, if they are that evil and that manipulative, that's exactly what they'll do to demoralize everybody. You have to demoralize everybody and get them to give up any sense of hope for anything. If you take away people's hope and to either Either the hope of what they can accomplish in their own lives, or the hope of buying a house, or or anything—if you take that away from them, their their spirit, their independent spirit—you've crushed their soul, yeah. and now you can do whatever you want to them, and you can get soul crusher tattooed on your body, which yeah. it's a whole different thing. Um, only only if you're in a militia.
1: Yes, the Wolver-
4: Wolverine, Watchmen. <laughs>
1: Uh, p- trademark patented by the FBI, um, 2020, the, so I want I know we've got at least one hand up. If you want to come up in X spaces, um, raise your hand, get a mic and, and we'll get to you here in a second. We're going to get to the one hand in a second, but can I, I, I I'm trying not to be inappropriate here, but I just want to go back to the Bobert thing for one second. Cause something we were just talking about there s- spawned it in my head. Uh. <laughs> All right, Nancy. Um, so, you know, you had Lauren putting one hand down there at one point, and then eventually two. I'm a firm believer that Democrat probably has never had such a lustful hormonal situation in his life.
2: But because he's they, always had to ask for consent. or Well, that,
1: or just never had to get to consent. Uh, <laughs> and that whole thing was so surprising. Like, but... Do we think that, that that individual was that well endowed where those hands were? <laughs> and if so, when they were asked to leave the theater, was he like, "I'm gonna need a few minutes"? I'm gonna need a couple minutes, <laughs> security. Okay, this is new for me. I've not I've not fondled women before, and I can't stand up. I more the hand positioning. <laughs> Let's go to the hand. Let's just go to, let's go to the hand that's being hopefully appropriate in X spaces.
2: Kennedy, are you there?
8: Hi. Yeah, I am. I uh, don't know Lauren Boebert and she's not very representative, but I th- thought she looked mortified and she was really uncomfortable with the groping. I don't know if you're saying that she grabbed him. I didn't see that. The part that I saw was just her looking mortified, and I don't know anything about the vaping. I don't haven't seen anything like that, but um, it was really inappropriate and poorly done, too. If you ask me,
7: <laughs> are there are there any guys on this uh, space that would act like that?
1: I, well, I can't speak for the people on the space, obviously. Um, but your comments are well noted, Kennedy. I mean, I, and the second one that it was that it was p- poorly done, by the way, which I love. I love people calling it out. Um, uh, yeah, it's hard to tell because it's black and white, right? So there's time. Here's what I would say: at one point, she grabs his hand and puts it on her right breast. So it's hard to say and that she, she's not. Then oh, she or, then she
2: moved. Then she has a. M- then move-in. she
1: circles it around a little bit, but then she literally has two pan, Or Two pants. Two. <laughs> <laughs> if she had pans of treats, if anyone in the studio, by the way, has treats over there, uh, that would be great. But she has one hand down in his, his genital, his crotchal region, we'll call it. And then at that point there, which I know you're in the space, we're showing video, she puts a second hand down there. So uh, you're 100% right. It was all inappropriate. Um, she might have been mortified, mortified at one point, but then she, she definitely got into it at one point because she 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 did some some very questionable res, you know response herself uh which is the worst part if there was a dude who had co- copped a <laughs> disco's laughing about something or, <laughs> if there's a dude who had copped to feel she was uncomfortable slapped his hand and then it ended i would be on her side in this case i'm not on her side just because it's like wow you really leaned into it um and, and made a mockery kind of of yourself. Um, so, so there was, there was to your, to your point. Um, I, I think you're hundred percent right. Dudes shouldn't act that way in their thirties, forties, fifties, and beyond whatever the case might be really probably earlier for all being honest, but at least in the early ages, we all just made dumb mistakes. Um, but, but she, she did reciprocate, um, for sure. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thanks for your
2: comment. Andy on and Rumble said he probably creamed his jeans.
1: Oh, Andy, that is—that's like such a Tom comment. That's so strong. <laughs> but you're probably right. I mean, for, for being honest, you're you're probably right. Okay, we've got uh, Mr. Lily show. Mr. Lilly, what do you got?
11: I'm finally signed up, guys. I, I went today, like I said I would, and I got signed up. I know I know we're talking about her, and like i'm I'm look, I'm thirty two years old, my girlfriend's twenty two. I mean, like y- you do things when you're dating. Sometimes you do things to have a little fun to make things exciting. but like it's really hard to defend so she's a representative, right? Yeah. so so, so it's really hard to defend an adult. Who's in a position of like a place that's supposed to have decorum and respect and yet you're acting like a freaking you know teenager out in the movie theater which i which we all get it but let's but let's look at it from the other side it's actually kind of messed up that they did it to her in the first place but she should have known that that was going to happen if you go in a public place you see you know cameras around we all know that they have cameras in those movie theaters that they use to detect people who are stealing movies and committing piracy. So how could you not have a a shred of common sense? And this is why we got it. Like, I'm sorry if you like her, but we got to get some common sense people in there who actually can get our message across and actually get things done. So, like, I I really hate that everybody's, like, I don't hate it, but it's fun, it's cute, whatever, but, like, I feel like it really detracts from the message of what we actually have to do, because the globalists are literally taking over, and they're literally trying to lock up all our leaders, but yet they're distracting us with this sensationalist, salacious story, which no one should.
1: Yeah, 100%, Mr. Lilly Show. Appreciate the feedback. Kind of cut out there at the end. But, yeah, I mean— Absolutely. We're, we're being distracted with this. People are focused on this, which is dumb, but we're also to your point, it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. You're, you're, you're past those, those preteen slash teen urges. And I'm not saying they don't come back. And by the way, kudos to you for, for robbing the cradle. Um, that's awesome. And I'm being that like, that's great. Um, but like, but if you're in this position there are, ex- there, there's, sh- there's, there's expectations for everyone just roaming around the planet, by the way. But certainly if you're in this position, you there are different expectations. You're held to a different standard. Fair or not fair, doesn't matter. You're held to a different standard. Sh- she fucked up big time here. It was a big mistake on her part. Whether it was a setup, whether it should it doesn't matter. You were in it. You were literally grabbing his hand doing this, putting your hands in his junk like, you can't grab a dude's cock in a theater and then be like, my bad. Like, it just—it doesn't look good. Or he a- had a great time. I'm sure it felt good. That's not the question. The question is, was it the right thing to do? You are a so-called elected representative, and all of our elected representatives, sans a rare, rare few, are utter trash, and, and this just kind of further proved our problem.
4: Yeah, it's it's really sad when your behavior is worse than Britney Spears, right? Yeah.
1: She should be Baker acted, you guys. Her and Keith Keith Olbermann should be in a padded room somewhere, and and it, it, you're, that's that's
4: true. Like as weird as Britney has been the last couple of months with her weird dances, and her weird eyeshadow shadow and everything else. She hasn't, you know. There, it's only been her on camera. It's not her, you know, grabbing a dude's root in a crowded theater. You know. Yeah. I love the comparison. It's so, <laughs> it's so true.
1: It's so true. I, I, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, we've we've we can keep talking about. It. We've talked about it a lot. We have another hand up. We got a few. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's go to the next hand. P.O. Texan. Hey, P.O.
9: Hey back again hey um, or on the other side of the coin, is it kind of proof that uh, she's human too? I mean, in yeah. my world, sex is really gross, done correctly, so but everybody enjoys it, that sort of thing, but that needs to happen behind closed doors, not in a crowded theater, but it does beg the you know beg the question well these are, these, these representatives are human, they're just like you and me, you know, maybe a younger you and me, but you and me. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it was inappropriate, you know, to do it in public. You're
1: right. Yeah, and and in her case, more attractive. I haven't seen you in person, P.O. Texan. I'm sure you're a, a handsome devil, but but I mean, Lauren Bobert's a hot a uh, a uh, uh, a hot person for sure. And she and and to that point, and to your point, she is a person. She as she struggles with the same thing. She's got the same issues as the rest of us do, at least on an emotional level, and and and, and the levels we're talking about uh, here, hormonal, I guess. But but. But but it's, and it's it's kind of dumb, right? It's kind of tricky because we've elevated them in society. We've talked about that. We talked about it earlier how they shouldn't be held on this pedestal because at the end of the day, they work for us. They should be called our bitches, not our not our, you know, masters, which they all want to be. But they work for us. But they think that they're these awesome above the rest kind of people. And I'm not specifically dialing down into how Lauren feels about it. I don't know how I don't know her. I don't know how 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 she thinks about that stuff. So I'm not going to presume that she's in this camp or that camp. But I do know that she's an elected representative. And there are, whether it's fair or not fair, different standards for people in that strata. And and that she made a mistake. But she is. 100% she's human. And we've—honestly, I, I thought about this all weekend. I only watched the clip once, but— per f- half per
2: hour yeah, yeah. But,
1: but but we've felt those emotions you can put yourself in those shoes and be like yeah I shouldn't do this but here we go we're going like 100% I totally get it but it's it's just different when you're when you're that and not only are you a public figure but you're a freedom caucus pub, public figure who the left and the media and everyone hate so it's there's double standards 100% but uh, she is a person, hundred percent. But there's different rules in this dumbass society that we're walking in. I, this 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 earth. I, it's got to be time, Putin. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> but like, just but like it, 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 it. It's dumb. It's dumb for sure. But it's but it also is the way the world works. So I I I feel like she could have done better. But I totally agree. At the end of the day, she's a person. She's going through a divorce. Doesn't matter how the divorce started why it started. It sucks. It sucks for all parties involved, and it's not just the two of them. It's it's everyone in their close circle that it sucks for. Uh, it's just a shitty situation. But the one thing I won't do, all that to say, and I think I've said it a million times today, is I won't say I stand with her. And I'm not suggesting you do either, but I won't say, you know what? I stand with her. Screw the left. I'm. Uh, she was right here. I think everyone's wrong. I think it's just a... It's just a straight up disaster. I stand with. I don't give a shit. There, hey, that's, that's the better way. Like, who cares? But I, I'm not. I'm not going to put my name on the line for yours over getting hormonal and super erotic at a theater. Looked like it was fun. Not going to lie, but it was inappropriate, and I wouldn't have done it that way.
4: Yeah, I. I you know, we we've spent what a half hour between the different segments talking about this and, and we haven't talked about a missing fighter plane, <laughs> you know, that I, there, there's so many other things that does the missing Fighting plane look that good in a dress? Well, I think it, it's debatable. It looks that good now that it's landed in Cuba. <laughs> 80, how was it? $80 million, $80 million. Yeah. Can't find it. I have no idea where it is.
1: Let, well, let, we've got some hands, if, and once we get past the hands, let's go to that, because I want to talk about that. Yeah, so uh, TX Elizabeth.
8: Okay. Now, before anybody gets me wrong on what I'm about to say, I am not a woman's liber. That is my first point.
1: Say that again. You're, no. not, you're not what?
8: A woman's liver. Okay. I not go around wearing a pussy hat on my head. Okay. <laughs>
1: I won't put mine on right now. Fine. Okay. All right.
8: Okay. I got it. All right. Continue. Okay. But if that had been a man, number one, there wouldn't be anything really said about it. She's a woman. So, of course, this person that leaked this video was out for money. Okay? So, I mean... You know, I think everybody needs to let it go. She has been fighting for the people and the Amer- for the American people. So she makes a mistake. Name me one female or male on this planet that hasn't made a mistake. Then you can play judge and jury. As far as I'm concerned, the only one that can judge my actions is God Almighty. That's it
1: hundred percent. I agree. I agree. And at the end of the day, and it's a tricky line that we, that we um, tote here as a show that talks about news and commentary. So it's tough to not always come off as judgmental, but absolutely you're not defined by anyone, the press, the left, the right, an individual you're, you're defined by your maker. And, and that's, period, end of story. That's really not up for debate. I know there's people who don't believe that, but that's, that's just the way that it is. But but you're right. And, and there's truth to that, too. I mean, it, it, there's double, again, but there's double standards.
4: See, I give Lauren a bit of a break because I like that joke she made about Elon Omar. She said the only time that I ever get nervous is when I see Elon Omar with a backpack on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so a good one. From
4: the moment that she said that, she can really do no wrong in my eyes, no matter, you know, how sort of, you know... Uh, uh, unsophisticated not not unsophisticated but just how kind of like you know lacking you know just judgment you know just a lapse in judgment you know if you've got that kind of sense of humor you're probably somebody that i'm going to want to hang out with
1: yeah um and let's mind some of the chat over on rumble by the way um but but the but yeah i mean look and 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 texas elizabeth i, I agree like She's done some great things. I'm not slamming her history as a representative. I don't know her motivations behind the deal. I don't know if she's with the Democrat in that case. I don't know if she's playing the game like everyone else in D.C. is or if she's not. She was set up. It's not my business and it's all of our business all at the same time. But I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to if I could sum it up is does this matter on the big picture level? No. Should she resign or be fired or anything like that? No, absolutely not. Was it a good look? Also a no. Like, it just... It wasn't a good look. It doesn't mean that she's ruined. It doesn't mean that she hasn't done good things. Uh, you know, that's the world we live in, where <laughs> someone makes a mistake and it's burn them at the stake. Yeah. Some You know, someone says something wrong, they're done, they're dead to me. No. Like, that, that's how it is. I mean, honestly, we we're collectively Trump supporters here. We like Trump. He's done great things for the show. I also pick on him all the time, and some people can't handle that. Like, I still like him. I still like your guy. I'm not saying I don't like your guy, but I'm going to call him on bullshit sometimes, just like I'm going to call this person and that person and everyone else, and myself included in that, because we're all broken humans who are just failures walking around this this planet that's spinning 1,000 miles per hour.
2: Well, uh, also, too, how many... Dems freaked out when it came out that Clinton, went ha- you know, what happened in the Oval Office, Monica Winski, all that stuff. There was outrage from the right. Left stayed... Kind no, of quiet. the left
4: goes on the attack always. Yeah. You yeah. saw this chick in Virginia when her chatterbait got released. What did she do? She called, she accused the Democrats uh, or the the Republicans uh, of uh, committing sexual assault. And that that's the big that's the big difference between d- Democrats and Republicans. When if this were to be reversed, it would, the Democrat would be coming out. If Lauren Bo- Bobert was a Democrat, it would be like, "How dare you? We're going to find the name of the person that released this. We're going to." dox them, they're, you know, invading my privacy, and total—go uh, total on the offensive scorched earth. Yeah. And that's the difference between the way Democrats and Republicans fight. Now, we've been talking about—you know, low, everyone's been talking about her behavior and, you know, how, how it wasn't good. But you know what? If you want to win this fight, you can't say, eh, it doesn't really matter, you know, she can do what she—you need to start getting on the offensive and saying— you know what? We need to find out. We need these answers. You know, who? look, they're they're exploiting this poor woman, you know, I- I- instead of always defaulting to defense. The, the Republicans in the right are always in a defensive posture when it comes from an attack from the left. But if, so, if somebody on the left screws up, man, they go on the offensive right away and they don't relent. Yeah. No, it's true. That, that's just... The games are played so differently by everyone, I mean just look at this—the Obama chef. You ask questions of who is a second paddle boarder, who is the person that you know called nine one one. That's none of your business. Are you a bigot? Are you a homophobe? Yeah. What are you trying to insinuate? And that's how they play. That's how they play. And
1: then what are you doing? You're on the defense. No, I'm not a bigot. No, I'm not a homophobe. Yeah. I'm not racist. I'm not. I'm none of those things. Yeah. And then by the time you you realize what's happening, it's like, well, shit. I'm hungry. I gotta go. And, and you've—they've won because you're distracted. Okay, we got two more hands. Who's the? Next one, Disco. Uh,
2: the Mister Lily Show.
1: Mister Lily, what's up again?
8: He might be traveling. You know what?
11: Way. Sorry, you're, you're in my pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm listening. I'm listening. You guys are 100 percent right. I mean, like the lady who said that, or I think it was a gentleman who said that. We've been t- talking about this for like 30 minutes an hour and i'm sorry if you guys moved on but you and I, but i did hear what you say sir you're right like you make a mistake you move on you know i don't know if she has integrity in her heart i don't know if she's a good person i don't know if she's a rhino you know what i mean that's why we have to make sure we get people up there with integrity
0: yeah and
11: i i get it she's going through a divorce there's something going on whatever whatever but in reality what needs to happen is that we need to understand that it's 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 not okay it's not okay to not have any situational awareness and like i'm not talking about what she was doing because i get it when you're trying to build a new relationship that the past's there whatever whatever but you have to have situation awareness common sense you have to understand that people are like we're like we're literally at a, a political war right now that's what's happening. And so any kind of weakness shown on any side is gonna be exploited. And unfortunately, she was one of the ones that was exploited. And like, I honestly wanna know where they got the video from. I wanna know who put the video, I wanna know who leaked it, you know? Like, is that a bad thing? I don't know. But like, I, I think she should shoot, sue the movie theater at least for invasion of her privacy, you know what I mean? But she is in a public space. I don't, I don't know if she has a case, it, but the, it is a messed up thing. But we have to understand is that we need to start putting people who have integrity. It doesn't you don't have to be perfect. That's not what it means. Integrity. When I was in the Marine Corps, it means doing the right thing when no one's looking. It doesn't matter if it's going to get you points. It doesn't matter if it's going to you know, make you look better than this Democrat. As long as you know in your heart that it was the right thing, just do it. And if you apply that method to your everyday life. We wouldn't be having these problems. We wouldn't be having these conversations. Don't put yourself in gray area situations, and then we won't have to deal with this. I want to know what happened to that FAT. I want to know what happened to that jet. That's literally our tax dollars just disappearing, and they just they laugh about it. And they yeah. do all this stuff because they want to they, they get the conspiracy theorists all whipped up and distracted on something while they're fucking us over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just pay attention, stay vigilant, and I'll land it right there.
1: No, I appreciate it. Good, good comments Um, again from you, uh, the Mister Lilly Show. Um, It it, it is. I mean, there's got to be better discernment. You can't put yourself in those situations. It's not always fair. It's all—all those things are true. But it's—it we just have to collectively be better as humans. If you're going to run, you've got to really watch your shit. If you're going to put yourself in that profile. And in the public eye, you got to really do it. But we all do. I mean, at the end of the day, all of the stuff we're dealing with, this is a cultural war we're facing. It's part of a Marxist revolution, yes. It's part of all those things, absolutely. But we're, we're enduring a massive attack on our freedoms and, and our, our society as a whole. And a lot of it has to do with the, they're hitting us hardest on the cultural aspects of it. And if people would just, and, and they're going to hit you no matter what. Because they, I mean, look, for example, they hit us all the time. They hit me all the time on certain things, or Drew's this, or Drew's that. It's like, no, I'm not. You're just saying that because you want me to defend myself, and I'm not going to. And they hopefully will soon realize that I just don't care about most things. <laughs> but like, but you, you, that is what's happening. Like, we are, we're, we're totally, totally facing that. And we we've just got to collectively do better. And it sounds simple, but if everyone just did a little bit better. Focused a little bit more about on what you're going to do and say and how it's going to be perceived, even though the perception shouldn't really matter, it would at least make a dent. It would it would make some some impact for sure. I think we've got one more hand before we go. Yeah, PO Texan, PO Texan, what's up, brother?
9: Hey, Drew, you and me got that same. I don't really give a damn what other people think of me, bone. That's all good. It's all good. But the question I have is this: Bo Bear thing is. Is that divorce over? Is it final? If not, this could be, uh, you know, uh, playing around. I'm just kind of curious. I, I,
1: for my understanding, is is it's not? But I don't don't quote me on that. Um, and and you're right, Peo Texan. This won't be good for the divorce for her, um, which is a whole another level. It could be, you know, it could have to do with this and why this is happening and it's becoming a big deal. I, I don't know, um, but I I don't know that it is f- final. I I also don't know that it's not. So I, I'm not going to say definitively. Do you have an answer? As
2: opposed to three days, as of three days ago, from the insider, Lauren Boberts' divorce is likely to be finalized next month.
1: So no. So that's I mean that that's a whole that's a whole different angle that could come into play here. That and that could these kind of things don't help divorce. I've not been through one. Praise God. I hope to never been be through one. Um, But I know enough, and I know enough people who, I worked in the intelligence community, like 80% of my colleagues were divorced multiple times. I I know that they're not fun. This can't be helpful
4: to your divorce. I would think no, I, I wouldn't think you I'm glad am like I'm glad you're looking at me I, I, you're my natural person but I also do know you've been divorced so yeah no it, it's a it, especially when you have kids it's a very difficult situation and anything you can do to to mitigate any sort of difficulties moving forward with the separation of your finances property everything else you're just you're better off just keeping your head down and moving forward and just you know, making it as amicable as possible, but also maintaining the number one priority in the health and welfare of your kids. And at that point you have to put your, your pettiness aside with your spouse and just do what's best for them.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and she has kids, right? Disco can, can you, I think she does. Let's let's do the search, the magic Google machine. Cause I'm pretty sure she does. And I mean, that's another thing here too. Like, so we're all talking about this, right? We're talking about how good Lauren looks in her dress and that's what we've been talking about, right? Yeah yeah um, and we're talking about how inappropriate this was, which it was. and we're talking about choosing sides, not choosing sides. again, I, I'm of the mindset of I like I like Lauren. I don't know enough about her to say whether she's good for the state, good for our Republic or not. I, I, I know that that this was just wrong and a stupid mistake on her part. But if there's kids there, I don't know if there are there? Four. Four kids. Four boys. Okay, See so good wow, good for you. You've really pulled things together after squeezing four of those out. But like you you've got to now have this conversation with your children. Which if they're old enough, they know that's how kids are made. They shouldn't be made in a public Denver theater. But like that you've got to now have that conversation. All that to say. It's just these are avoidable situations. You don't have to defend yourself in the press. You don't have to talk to your kids about why some stranger was feeling you up and you were touching his his crotchal region in a theater if you don't do it. Get get, get a motel. You're going to get syphilis from the beds. But like get a motel. Like that there's 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 ways to do this. People have been making bad decisions for a long time in in humanity and cover them up. And I'm not actually encouraging them to be clear, but there are better ways to do it. And now you've got to have all those conversations. Um, okay. All right. We have settled. Uh, can, can we agree we've settled this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we like we, Lauren. She looked great in her dress. She made a horrible mistake. People are talking about a bunch of other issues. The real issue is are we represented well in D.C.? Who are they? Again, looked great in your dress. Good for you.
4: Lauren. <laughs> in Disco, if Drew says, can we go back to that Lauren Boebert video? <laughs>
2: no. Say no. Say, okay. no. <laughs> say no. We're moving on. Just say no. Okay, yes. got it. All
1: right. Yes. Channel your inner Nancy Reagan. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to squeeze in this fighter jet thing at some point. We've got a lot of other stuff to cover, too stay with us we'll be right back we'll get back to you guys in next spaces we'll get back to you everywhere i feel like that should have been like
2: er, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere yeah
1: everywhere. uh we'll be right back
0: get more of drew and this is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network. And no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at DBCoin. Club.com.
5: My business partner Jim and I started Thistle Creek Reserve because we wanted to bring glory to God. We want to be Christ-centered seven days a week, 365 days a year. Our coffee is produced all around the world, some from Papua New Guinea, South America, and Guatemala, Brazil, for example. Beyond the Cup is, it's our life motto. It's our way to give back. And it's, for us, our charitable partners. Uh, we partner with the Tim Tebow Akoa uh, Philippi project to help rescue women and children from sex trafficking. Uh, we partner with Seamark Ranch, a uh, foster care community to help show the love of Christ to children uh, who've really just been abandoned by their families. One of the things that we do is we go back and we support the missionaries that we help get our coffee from so that they can build churches and uh, schools and hospitals and dig wells so that everybody has fresh and clean water. We stand on core conservative Christian values and we will never shy away from that, but that doesn't mean that we don't love our friends that are across the aisle. We love them all. We want to serve good coffee to them all. And we want them to know that there's somebody who might not think like they do, but is willing to love them anyway and have a conversation with them.
0: Today, to get your free wealth protection guide, this guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now, before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
2: Run, are unmuted now.
4: Oh, so we're back. And uh, Drew's not here. He's not. <laughs> it's just Disco and I. I'm yep. not sure when he's coming back.
2: Yeah. This is my show with Drew Burquist, but he's not here right nice now. Nice to have you all here. Please leave a message after the beep.
4: Uh, today's my son Jack's birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. Jack is 16 years old. And I was looking for the perfect gift to get him. And I was reminded of that Rudyard Kipling poem, If... And so I was able to find that, so I was I have that in a picture frame, and that's going to be his gift.
2: A well, way to ruin the surprise for him. I mean,
4: well, it's on its way to his house.
2: Does he not watch the show? No. Oh, okay.
1: I spent a lot of quality time with Jack a couple weekends. Hey, ago. you're back. I am. My mouth's on fire. <laughs> oh, I had to go get more ice. That's why I was late to my own show. Because Tom's wings. They will be calling to you know, so they're the delicious. The place that he orders them from is right near my house. Ooh, and I'm nice. going to walk in and I'm going to tell them.
2: I want the Tom Cunningham. They're
1: gonna be like, I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're talking about. And I'm going to say, you give me the fucking wings. And then I'm going to get super hostile. And then you know what you do? This always confuses people is you start whistling to them like you're speaking in bird. And then they're like, what? But then you get more angry that they don't understand. And then you just wait and see what happens.
2: And then the police usually, show up. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah, to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: okay. All right. As my mouth literally sweats, let's get into something. So we, we well, two things. Timeout. How many timeouts do I have left?
2: Well, that's your first one, so you okay. have two more. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. good.
2: We've got. Um, that's barring if you don't throw a challenge flag out, and you know. Right. I yeah. could lose one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You never know.
1: Um, so we've got some good friends. We Guys, we all drink coffee. I'm just going to lay it to you straight. We all drink coffee. There's some great coffee companies out there. I, I'm not disputing that. We've tried different ones. What we've landed on at the studio, though, is Thistle Creek Reserve, and it's because their coffee is great, but also because of what they do as a company, who they are as a company. They source their beans from missionaries overseas, and then they take, so now you're getting quality beans, great products from all over the globe. But then they also take proceeds and they pour back into ministries, people who are combating uh, slave trafficking, child trafficking, all of that. There's nothing not to like about it. So that's what we brew each and every morning here in our studio, we do it at our homes as well. We suggest you do the same. You can go to thistlecreekreserve.com, go beyond the cup with an amazing company, that puts the kingdom first and has outstanding coffee, uh, as a byproduct of all of that. You can save 20% during the month of September with promo code drew 20 use promo code drew 20. Um, normal promo code drew will get you 10% in all the other months. But if you want to save an extra 10% and get 20% off during September, use promo code drew 20 at thistle Creek reserve.com. Um, disco stopped showing me pictures of Lauren Boebert's boobs. <laughs> it
2: can, was just the next file. I can see it in it program It was just the next preview. And
4: <laughs> on.org, Please, anybody. <laughs> well, I haven't okay. heard that like
2: <laughs> dot .org or dot .com thing in a long time. We're, we're moving
1: on. And let's let's do this because here's the deal. Uh, two things on this. We talk about a bunch of shit that's really frustrating. Okay? Sometimes we show pictures of Lauren Bobert's boobs. That part's fun. But we talk about a lot of things that are frustrating. The news is frustrating. The state of our country, frustrating. Some of you guys over the years who have stuck with me for all those years, and I'm so grateful for you. I really am. I can't I can't tell you how grateful I am for you. We we've we've been particularly on, on news and all of that stuff, and, and again it's it's negative. We've also tended to stray away from some things that make us all happy, or at least make me happy. This is last I checked, it's called This Is My Show. Um, yeah, I took so it I wanted, like 30 seconds ago. I wanted to, you did, you did. And I was confused by it too, which was what was weird by it. Um, but I wanted to start this segment by it's Monday. We're heading into a new week. And I wanted to show some things that we can all, not all, I know some of you aren't into ball and happy things, but I wanted to show some things <laughs> that we can look forward to. Happy things. Happy things. Go to your happy place. So here's some things we can look forward to this week. Because, you guys, I'm just telling you, we got a good slate of games coming up this week. We do. Here it is. Clemson, who's struggling.
4: I'm taking FSU in that game. <clears throat>
1: hosting, okay. Tom's, I haven't even finished the fucking line, and Tom's already <laughs> picking things. But you got Clemson, who's hosting number four, Florida State, in Death Valley. That's in Clemson, for those of you who aren't familiar. This weekend, Clemson. Out to a rough start this year. Cade Klebnick not necessarily turning heads with his play, but you still got a great coach. You got a great and, – and I think a great person, too, and Dabo Sweeney They're leading the program. Florida State seems to be back. Dropped one spot in the poll this week and barely eked out a victory over Boston College. But that's going to be a great game.
4: Yeah, they struggled against Boston College.
1: They really did. And, yeah, and so that's going to be a good game. You've got going out west, you got number 22 UCLA going to at number 11 Utah. Uh, I've not seen whether Cam Rising's going to play this week, but you've got a great game there. I'm going to UCLA. You're going UCLA? Okay. Why do you say that? Are you a Chip Kelly guy? Have yeah. you slept with Chip Kelly?
4: No, I have not. Not yet. Um. <laughs>
1: Let's not rule anything out.
4: <laughs> God willing, in the creek don't rise. <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I've never really thought of sleeping with Chip Kelly, but. <laughs> most most have Yeah, most have That's <laughs> my upset of the week. Okay, so you're going, that's upset of the week. Yeah. We've got,
1: so you, I'll tell you about it in a second, too, but I, you know, I, like a lot of other people, uh, maybe not, maybe, maybe I'm one of the few, but I stayed up really late. I was watching Colorado late on on Saturday night, and they go, so they haven't really faced much of a challenge yet. TCU, you don't know what you got in TCU yet. Right. Nebraska struggling, you know they're going to be. I think Matt Rule will get Nebraska going on the right track, and then they play Colorado State, who's Mountain West team. Who, if it wasn't a rivalry game, wouldn't have hung in there as close as they did. But they did. There's a lot of tensions. We're going to talk about that game in a second, just just for a second. So don't worry, people are like, this isn't a sports show. Just settle down. We're gonna we're gonna just have a minute about it. But they have their first challenge. They go on the road to Oregon. So you've got number 19, Colorado, at number 10, Oregon, Bo Nix and the Ducks.
4: Tough place to play. That's going to be a fucking awesome game. Yeah. If you've got the cash to be able to afford to get out to that game, you're going to be there. As long as Colorado keeps winning, you're going to see more and more celebrities, uh, hip-hop artists, actors, everybody who's in the entertainment business is going to be drawn out to, to those games with Colorado. You can say what you want to about Coach Prime, but I have never, it's been a long time since I've seen so much excitement around college football, and a lot has to do with Deion Sanders and what he's doing out there at Colorado.
1: 100%. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to like it. Is it good for the game? Should be the question. Yes, it's great. One, having Colorado back in the national scene. Two, just the buzz that's there. You, you could choose like a lot of people do. If you're a Cowboys fan, please don't be offended by this. But everyone hates your team, okay? <laughs> e- everyone hates your team, just like—and I'm kidding. I, 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 I'm not, actually. But, but hate watch. Hate watching is one of the best parts of sports. I hate the Packers, right? I hate Ohio State. I hate Michigan State, who apparently hates themselves and is doing everything they can to just destroy their entire institution hate watching him cheer against whoever they're playing it. They could play a one double a team Ch- cheer against just have fun. It's good for the game. Point being let's bring uh, couches here. Yeah.
2: Well, before we bring him in though, I got to, I got to, you know, he sent me this. Uh, he hosted the morning show on ESPN for a decade. And right now he looks like a cage gorilla right now. Matt couch. Hey Matt. Welcome. Welcome in my friend,
10: man. You guys are speaking my lingo here and I'm already looking at uh, the BYU Cougars. Losing at Kansas this weekend to take the points as well to show just how terrible my Arkansas Razorbacks are, but uh, (laughs) it's going to be upset Saturday, Drew, upset Saturday. I've got Ole Miss going into Tuscaloosa and beating Alabama. I'm telling you that happened. The only upset I don't think that's going to happen is I think Oregon is going to wake up coach prime. I think Oregon thumps Colorado in Eugene this weekend.
1: Well, I, I don't know the line on that game, but nah, they're, they're certainly I, ranked higher. I think you're right, too. Yeah, I, they, I, I agree with Matt on that one. Yeah. I don't see Colorado coming out of it. Well, I'm going into Austin uh, State. That place is, attendance-wise, that place is, I forget, it's in the 50s. It's not crazy. But the way that it's constructed and designed, that place is loud as shit. And they are a great fan base. So I I think that that's great fan base. I I think that's a tough one too. I think that this is and and, and I'll say this. I'll be the first to eat crow. If Prime and his sons or sons Shador and Shiloh and Crew go in there, and it sounds like Travis Hunter's out for that game too. If they go in there and they win on the road against against
10: Oregon and Eugene, oh, they're they're a contender at that they, point, right? They're a
1: contender at yeah. that point, and 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 then I, I but I agree. I I would say that they they don't eke this one out. They're not quite there yet. They're on the right track. I mean, their recruiting is going to be insane uh, these next couple of years.
10: But it's huge, Drew. And I think Oklahoma loses at Cincinnati this weekend. That's another one I'm picking.
1: Okay. Whoa. That could, that could, that could,
10: here it is. Oklahoma, very overrated. Cincinnati's got a great program. They were in the college playoff two years ago. They won 10, 11 games last year. They're very well coached, lots of talent. Um, I, I agree with Tom. I think Florida State's really the real deal this year, but I don't like betting against Dabo Sweeney, so I think anything's up for grabs in that Clemson-Florida State game, but I do like Florida State to edge out Clemson in a close one. Man, this I think SMU goes on the road and beats TCU. I think this is going to be a hell of a weekend, and Friday night games, gentlemen. There are some amazing Friday night games. You got Boise State at San Diego State. It's going to be a shootout. Wisconsin at Purdue. Man, this is a football week, guys.
1: It is. Well, I mean, let's go. So the rest of the list here, Disco, pop that sexy graphic up. So again, Clemson, FSU, UCLA, Utah, Colorado at Oregon, Ole Miss as a couch reference at Alabama. That's going to be a good one to watch. Lane Kiffin, who, if he's done sleeping, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to get sued. Um, Ohio State at Notre Dame. <laughs> I like that one. That's going to be a great game. I was yeah. listening to um, Childers and Newhouse this morning on the way into the studio that's going to be a fun one. If, if there's two games that I could go to this weekend, there's a ton. It would be Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Colorado, Oregon, just for the atmosphere that's going to be there. But that's going to that's going to be a big one. Again, anyone can get into Ohio State. If you want to apply right now, you're you're literally probably in. Um, but that's going to be an interesting game to watch. You got Iowa, Penn State in the Big Ten. That should be a good matchup. We'll see uh, what I you know what what Iowa can do. Penn State's supposed to have a great year. Supposed to be all behind uh Aller a quarterback, and, but but really didn't blow the Illini out this last weekend. <clears throat> so we'll see. You've got a former Michigan quarterback there uh, in Caden McNamara in Iowa. So it is. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend. All that to say, these are things to look forward to this weekend. And this is also a forewarning. Do not call me this weekend. <laughs> I put football ahead of most all people in society. I'm not saying you guys in the circle and 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 I
2: well, love our audience, but no, the, the, we we had an issue where we had we needed an asset this weekend and I didn't have it because you had created a new one. I was like, I know it's football, <laughs> uh, yeah, but this can guy you like breathe? started a caveated <laughs> response like basically I'm so sorry, like don't fire me, but I need. I, I was like, I need this, or we're not going to get this out. I feel so bad. Please, can you? And he's like. I'm on it. I'm like, okay, like and that's all I needed. I didn't need anything else. From you. It was just I'm on it. Done. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Is Sam Hartman the thing that Notre
10: Dame needs to beat Ohio State? Is he the is he the difference maker to get a, to put the Irish into title contention for the first time, where they actually have a chance to win the entire shebang, not just you know get into the playoff and then lose. You know, uh, you know, he, I, I think he's he's more valuable than than, than, a, than a Manti Teal to the last time they were in a title picture game but what's your take on this guys is sam hartman the real deal and is he the one that puts notre dame over the top this year for a chance at winning the whole thing
1: i i i think first of all i'm super attracted to sam hartman <laughs> it's the beard his beard it? he first of all he doesn't look like he looks like a 40 year old like anesthesiologist not a not a doc, not a uh, quarterback for notre dame um but yeah, yeah, I would grind on his leg. Is that was that the question? Yeah, that was that
2: was, that was verbatim the question. No, I, think, yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, <laughs> I think he's really good. I think that he's I think that he's good. I don't think that they're there yet. I think that he's the best quarterback they've had in a while. I don't think that Notre Dame is quite there yet. I'm not saying that they can't go into Columbus and and win this weekend. I just don't know that they have Everything it takes. I mean, and part of that, historically speaking here, they've had some great teams who have gotten into the mix, and then all of a sudden you get them into the playoff and they just get their asses whooped. It's just not there. I think Marcus Freeman's done a good job recruiting. I think they're doing some good things, but I don't know that he's the um, he's the piece, the one piece. I think they need more than one piece.
10: I, I agree with that. And then the other question, the entire Pac-12 is going to be in battle As Oregon State takes on Washington State, two undefeated ranked teams, they're really sending a message. These programs after the PAC-12 just literally shit all over them. You know, Oregon State, number 14 in the country undefeated. Washington State, number 21 in the country undefeated. I don't know how much you guys have been following this story, but their attorneys have joined forces. They filed an injunction. And right now, they are looking like they could win this lawsuit to where they would get all of the assets, money, liquidation for the PAC-12 because they are the only two teams remaining in the Pac-12, and then they could build their own conference around the two of themselves. And a judge has actually issued an injunction stopping this, basically giving them the ability to do this. And so it's it's a crazy situation, guys, because uh, there's probably half a billion dollars and they were gonna split among the, the schools. All the schools that left wanted to split the money. Washington State, Oregon State sued, and they actually have had, to, had that upheld with a judge It's gonna go to court. How big would that be if Washington State, Oregon State get the rights to the Pac-12, can then build their own conference and pull in teams like you know, Nevada and and Boise and San Diego State and teams like that, build their own conference and get all that money and keep the name Pac-12. Not sure how much you guys are following that story, but it's a huge story in college football and I'll yield back.
1: Oh, I'm following it big time. I've got a boner like um, Lauren Boebert's friend in the theater there just thinking about all this stuff because I love this <laughs> stuff so much. But. The <clears throat> yeah, I have been following it, Couch, and it's so. Fa- I don't know how it's going to actually get ruled in the end, but I'll tell you this. It, it, long story in it, down the road, I think Oregon State and and um, and Washington State kind of get screwed here because the 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 real meaty programs left the conference. But <clears throat> you look at how this playing out, they could get a huge financial gain. I think long term, the folks who joined the Big 12, the Big 10, and and some in the, in the late stages of the ACC, uh, which is that's a whole other conversation, are, are going to get some remuneration that's worth it for them. So if they lose out on this, that sucks. It's not good. But I think that they could be fine. But here here's the question I have. And I know people who are listening to the show are like, what the hell is happening? Well, yes, we're talking some sports for a second. Just bear with us. But if they – so the, the two options that are left for them, right, are – Washington State, Oregon State joined the Mountain West, which makes sense geographically in terms of some of the programs. There's some solid programs. They're not great programs, but some solid programs there. You know, Wyoming's been been fine, and Laramie. You got Boise State, who's who's caused a stink. Colorado State came close with Colorado the other night. You've got San Diego State, some other folks who are there, or— They still merge, but because they win this, they all become the Pac-12. But at the end of the day, you're still not going to be considered a Power 5 conference. You're still going to be considered a lower-tier conference. I think it'll still be a good conference. I think it's a conference that needs to exist, frankly. But you're not going to be someone who, like, oh, the winner has to be in the playoff, no matter what kind of a a deal. Um, They might have that to start if they get the Pac-12 nomenclature up top. But long-term, I don't think it's going to help them because— you you come in, and if you're Washington State and Oregon State, it's like, well, if you didn't win the fucking Pac-12, the new Pac-12 or the Mountain West, like, what's wrong with you? I, 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 so I, I don't know what your yeah. thoughts are on that, but I think long-term, it's... it's it, I think they're going to get some near-term wins. Long-term wins, I don't know if they're there.
10: I, I agree with you. I mean, it, and it's funny you brought up the, the ACC and the, the Pac-12 thing. There's nothing more that drives my blood pressure up more than UCLA and USC playing in the Atlantic Coastal Conference when they're literally on the Pacific Ocean. Um, but that's Ken, a whole other Cal story. Cal and um, um, Stanford, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it, it really makes absolutely zero sense to me. I think college football should be regionalized for fan bases. That's a whole other whole other. We can do a whole three-hour show on that. But um, the other thing that I look forward to in college football for and it's you know it's getting a ton of attention this year because of Coach Prime. A lot of people that aren't normally college fans are watching. Drew and I are diehard college fans, so we are we are those guys. And it sounds like Tom and Disco are right there with us. But like I look forward, I look at the 9:30 games because I'm that guy that goes, "Hey, what game am I going to watch till midnight? Because this is my day. <laughs> I'm going to watch football from sundown or sun up till sundown till midnight. I'm telling you, there's some good games, guys. I mean, USC at Arizona State. That's on the road. Should be a challenge for USC a little bit unlv gary odom coaching there at utep utep is a fun team to watch uh late game ucf at kansas state another good game to watch and then cal at washington kicking off at 9:30. there's some really good late night games too but that's my other thing that i look forward to is i'm like okay great are there games i can watch until midnight and i'm that guy so if i can watch college game day from 8 a.m until you know and then watch all the way till midnight till the next day uh i'm a happy couch drew Hell
0: yes!
10: (laughs) So
4: Matt, after ten years of living in California, there are two things that I miss about California, and only two things. Number one, the weather. Number two, guilt-free day drinking during college football. That's it. That's
10: that's amazing, you know. I mean, like, I mean, and I'm thinking about, you know, like the the day drinking. You know, is something that I used to used to enjoy doing quite a bit here. You know, in the in the Ozarks, and I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't haven't had the opportunity to do that in quite some time. But it's like, uh, you know, and, and 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 the tailgating, you know, in the South. You know, since I had my my injury, if you will, you know, I haven't had a chance to to tailgate like I used to. But I mean, I, you know, the the, the Midwest teams and the Southern teams, they tend to tailgate a lot better, in my opinion, than the East Coast and the West Coast teams. Now. That might be fighting words, Tom. I'm not trying to pick a fight, but like <laughs> I've been to games all over the country, and when you talk about SEC games or even you know uh, you know going to a game at Iowa or Nebraska yeah, or yeah, I was gonna say bring programs. the Big
1: Ten in. That's there's two conferences
4: in this country. <laughs> yep.
10: Uh, you, Absolutely. It, yeah.
4: Speaking of uh, uh, game day atmospheres, you and Drew both love this. My uh, nephew went to Notre Dame, and he got a grant to write a paper on game day experiences. So he spent, I can't remember what year it was, but every weekend in the fall traveling around to... Clemson to you know just every you know Alabama every major school you could go to going to the games and also taking in the game day atmosphere and then writing a paper about it.
2: we need to do something like this for <laughs> we do we uh, need yeah. to do a documentary <laughs> yeah, on
4: this. yeah the best
1: paper I ever wrote in in college was not it wasn't written by me it was written by my girlfriend but it was on reinvigorating the playoff system best thing i've ever not written it was really strong um uh, let's keep this going because i want to. so so we're, we're kind of taught well not kind of we have been talking sports here those are some great things to look forward to this week there's when we say things to look forward to this week there's going to be times where they're not political to, or excuse me not sports related to They could be anything they could be anything this week there's just so many good games coming up this weekend in college football so it dominated but <clears throat> and casey by the way not trying to pick on your cowboys um I know you're good. I know we're good. But um, no. I saw the comment earlier in Rumble. Let's do a couple other stories that are kind of sports slash sports or news adjacent. Um, this is my sports segment. I was mentioning Colorado earlier. You have I have a
2: surprise ahead. for you. Oh, you have a surprise? So this will be like your sports segment here. Ready? Yeah. You can talk over the music like we're showing the clips.
1: Oh, I'm joking. We don't need to do that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. We've turned in the George Michael sports <laughs> Yes. Look at my butt, Dennis. <laughs> um, so I'm still tired from staying up till 2.30 watching Colorado, Colorado State Battle over the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Uh, they fought, of course, over... The Centennial Cup, which they do every year. Crazy game. Uh, Couch, I don't know if you stayed up for that game or not, but I like literally, I'm at the point in my life I where I cannot do weeks like we did in Milwaukee a few weeks ago, <clears throat> where we just don't sleep and drink all the time and then travel. And then Tom and I traveled a week or two after that. And I was the following st- week. The, the following, following week. week yeah. Still fucking tired as all get out. Then i'm i literally wanted to go to bed i was like this this shouldn't be a game it shouldn't have been a game colorado state overplayed um in that game and and colorado you could say underplayed or maybe they didn't but but it lasted forever and it was so close that i'm like okay they're gonna colorado state's gonna go steal the deal here and i'm going to bed or colorado's gonna come back and just run away with this and i'm going to bed and it just didn't happen and then two (laughs) overtimes later I was I was so I literally I was I was I'll I'll just be honest. I was not very friendly to my my sweet wife and children who tried to wake me up for church on Sunday.
2: (laughs) It's like, God, get out of here. Get out of here. You know, and, you did look a little disheveled when I saw oh, you at I church. Oh, I did. Yeah. I
1: walked into church. My my collar on my polar sh- I just literally threw clothes on and walked in. <laughs> like, I think I was partially drunk, and my one collar was up, and I my face was puffy. I was miserable. My, br- my middle brother's birthday was that day. I sat with him and didn't tell him. I didn't even know what day it was. <laughs> I was so tired. I got out, and we were talking over some stuff at the house when we got home for brunch. And and my wife's like, It's 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 your brother's birthday. It's the it's seventeenth. I'm like, damn it.
4: <laughs> Anyways, it was a great game. So this was yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was yesterday. Yeah, that, that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> wow, that's how screwed up I am. I've got so many problems. I saw my therapist Friday, it went
10: great. Um <laughs> obviously. Obviously.
1: <laughs> but no, it wasn't so uh, out I mean, What how a how great game couch.
10: Yeah, no, great game. I still try, I'm from Arkansas. I'm still trying to figure out the $5 word that Disco used a second ago. Disheveled. What the hell? Did, what did you say? He's
1: learning. We've taught him. We've got him on work. <laughs> he looked disheveled. Yeah. Hooked on phonics. Working for
10: me. <laughs> is he, is he? Are you like Omar Epps in the program where you're using the $5 words and Holly Berry's like, stop using the big words, you know? That, <laughs> you know? Omar Epps hasn't been
1: talked about in so long. So, Omar, you're welcome. It all came down to <laughs> this: is my show. Uh,
10: yeah. But but but, but no, so the game, game was, was amazing, great. Drew. It was amazing. But
1: talk about a cultural overhaul. I just want to hit on this quick. So Prime again, as Tom said earlier, not everyone is on the Dion train. I, look, I'm I, and I'm you are too, Couch. I'm into wrestling. Okay. People say yep whatever they want to say about wrestling. It's gay. I'm gay. You're gay. We're all gay. Whatever. It's America <laughs> in 2023. We kind of all are gay. But like. It's a like his thing is
4: kind of a gimmick, right? He's kind of like a wrestler in a sense. He He's a showman, he's always been a showman, and that's why either people love him or hate him. And you know, he, he's fantastic at it because when he was playing, he backed it up on the field. And it was, even when they lost, there was still something that he had to say 100%. And 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 I and I can
1: respect it. And if I'm a recruit, I get it. And particularly for the the, the kind of demographic that you want to recruit for or recruit and get there, like. If, if, if you're a young dude playing in Texas or Florida or any, or anywhere, but Texas and Florida, and, and Coach Prime comes to calling, you're in.
4: Dude, you're so in. You're like, yes, uh, 100%. Yeah. De- Deion Sanders was like, it, for me, uh, growing up in Florida and watching Dion Sanders play at our high school, to me, Dion, once he got to Florida State, he became the Ric Flair of college football. And so now he's like the Ric Flair of you know coaching. Now it's all coming <laughs>
1: together. But I bring him up it's, not it's, just because it's amazing, not just because of the game. But you talk about a cultural overhaul. Eighty six or eighty seven kids, I forget what it was. He overhauled the roster that much. It's never been done before. Some people don't like it. I, I, I'm not saying I like every aspect of getting rid of kids and scholarships and bringing in new ones. But it's also just the state of the game. It's just where we are. But he also said that he's going to ban mask mandates for players and staff moving forward. I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's that's a baller move right there. And here's the thing. Here here's why I like this. One because he's acting independently and doing his own thing. I appreciate that. But when you're someone with the the following and 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 the platform moreover that prime has, I I don't watch 60 Minutes. I'm, I'm not in my 80s yet. But, like, there, there was a 60 Minutes last night on Deion Sanders and what he's doing in Colorado. If you watch it and you're in your 50s, 60s, that's, that's, that's fine. God bless you. But he, there was a 60 Minutes on him and what he's doing at, in Boulder out there, and that doesn't really matter. Point being is he's got this huge platform. If you've got a huge platform – and then you you go counterculture like that and say something, I like you even more because you know what it's going to do. Not everyone's going to say, "Oh, I'm ditching the mask, I'm ditching the the, the 72nd vaccine and all that stuff," but it's going to start a conversation. Oh yeah, they're going to be like, "Wait, you, it's it's like Christianity, right? You're just planting a seed. Just plant a seed, then walk away. Get get out, get out, because you're going to screw it up." I, I like that. I,
10: I I like that he did that. Did you see that he did that couch? I, I did see that and. You know, and I, and I think he's doing it the right way. You know, he, his, his entire attitude, his entire premise of this program is, you know, look, you know, you, you, know, you can hate on me all you want. I'm going to be me regardless of what you say. I'm not changing because of what you say. I'm not changing who I am. I'm not changing how I coach. I'm not changing my spirituality of how I love Jesus. He's, you know, a lot of people don't realize, I mean, you know, you can look at even when he says, when he talks at a press conference, he says things like, gosh darn, you can tell this is a guy who really takes his faith seriously. In my opinion, and and he's really put it into everything he's doing from a coaching, you know, perspective. And, and in fact, uh, you know, Drew, I've got you and I a couple of hoodies coming that say "We Coming." I'm just letting you know right now. I so, love it. Those, uh, I'm telling you,
1: there's no hotter place than Colorado Buffalo merch right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> Buffalo merch and Buffalo tickets. That's some hot shit right there.
10: And, and then I also got his T-shirts that said "We Ain't Hard to Find." So mm, I um, love it. Well,
2: so let's stay west, excited, uh, yeah,
1: for a second here, because um, oh, my beaver's over on Rumble, and I'm so glad that she's there. She's great.
8: Because
1: um, Missouri, so you got an, a former Big Twelve team who turned SEC team, you, you, you know, years and years ago in Missouri, who hosted K State, who's kind of back to their old K State days, which has been great. I love it when Kansas State's good. Okay. I hope Bill Snyder lives forever. He's not a coach anymore, but I, is he dead?
4: I don't know. I'm oh. just confused. Why? You're
1: I, like, K-State. I think
10: I think he what's might be dead. With,
1: <laughs> what's wrong with K State?
10: I, I man, have you been to Manhattan, Kansas? I have their, not. No. Their their fan base is brutal, though. I mean, when we played them in the Cotton Bowl, and we beat you know we beat the brakes off of them, but their fan base. I mean, I didn't I didn't know that. I, you learn a lot when you sit next to K State people. You learn that Ema, which they scream, which sounds like a moronic donkey. The entire crowd's going, "ema," and you realize that stands for every man a wildcat. I had no clue. Uh, until- I didn't know that either. I, I, I was, yeah, "ema." you'll hear him. It literally sounds like a bunch of jackasses. No, I'm not trying to, if you're a K-State alum, I'm not knocking you, but you sound like donkeys when you scream EMAW, um, but it stands for every man a wildcat. I had this attorney from Kansas State sitting next to me. Their biggest claim to fame is the fat gay guy on Modern Family is a K-State alum. Yeah, Cam, um, um Cam, yeah,
1: he he is. He's a very yeah. k
10: state and then he's a Chiefs fan too. Yeah, no, and and so that's their big claim. And he's not gay, I don't think either in real life. No, but like no, that. Yeah. That's their that's that's their big claim to fame, but it it was hilarious because I'm sitting next to these Kansas State and I'm like, you know, it's a it's a big law school and I'm like, what do you guys do? And they're all like, "Oh, we're attorneys." I'm like, "Oh, well, no no shit." You know, and I was at Sports Talk for ESPN at that time. And uh literally the guy looks over at me and he goes, you guys haven't seen speed like this all year and third play of the game, Tyler Wilson for Arkansas hits Jarius Wright on a 65 yard bomb in the back of the end zone. And I looked at him, I said, how's that speed working out for you? <laughs> uh, but, that, but, but, but that was back in the Bobby Petrino era where we were a top five program and we fire coaches that win because we're upset when they bang hot blondes. Uh, that's yeah. why our program will always be in the gutter and we'll lose to BYU. Uh, that's a whole other story, but uh, I, I like K-State. I like it when they're good. Their fan base is brutal. Um, And they're playing, you know, they're playing UCF, which is undefeated and coached by one Gus Malzahn, uh, who's got a chip on his shoulder, you know, former Auburn coach, um, you know, he's got Arkansas ties. I, I mean, he coached Shiloh Christian here in Springdale, Arkansas for many years, then coached Springdale high school, won like six state titles. He's a hell of a coach. I'm wondering how Arkansas has Sam Pittman and UCF has Gus Malzahn as their head coach. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a game, Drew. Tonight, UCF versus Kansas State.
1: Yeah, I think it will be too. And and K State will be pissed because K State's been good. And they, they, I mean, they lost Deuce Vaughn last year, but they're on the right track back to where it was. And, and by the way, Bill Snyder not dead.
2: Eighty three years old, still still, still kicking. kicking. Yeah, still kicking. Retired, came back, re-
1: and, and really did. I mean, yeah, kind we, of restored them to K State greatness, or what's ret- what is considered
2: to be retired greatness. the second time in two thousand eighteen. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so there, there you have it. But so they played, so they played in a great game this week. I just want to show it, just for a clip. And and again, people who are here who are like, I'm not used to seeing sports stuff. Well, we're talking about sports stuff. Uh, it's called this is my show, and Tom's got crazy here, so we can do whatever we want. But but Missouri K State played, the and it came down to the very end. K State, you know, arguably should have won this game. Came down to the very end. K-State goes back up. They're going to win, it looks like. And then Missouri gets down to field goal range, and they usher out. Forget his first name. Last name, Meevis, their kicker, who's a very <laughs> rotund kicker.
4: And, I love fat kickers.
10: <laughs> I, 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 I'm, still, I'm, still con- I'm still convinced that's the fat kicker from the Raiders in a different uniform, Drew, by right? the way.
4: It's this, this is, well,
10: Sebastian
1: Janikowski. This is Janikowski, <laughs> Janikowski with a different leg. He's switching legs here. Harrison Mevis Harrison Meevis. That's who it is, Disco. Yeah. And he kicked a fucking 61-yarder to seal the deal right here. Take a look.
2: Here he is. Looks like what we
9: saw earlier on a long field goal attempt by K-State. It is Brooks. Oh, Mevis
4: kick on the way.
9: He drilled
1: it. He yeah. could have hit that from seven. Yeah, yeah. There's a flag down. <laughs> the, flag, the flag was Missouri, not actually a flag. It was something thrown by the fans. And here's, here's how this resulted. You know, exciting day for the folks in Columbia, Missouri. It ended up like this. They were confused whether there was a yellow flag on the field, too. Missouri. <laughs>
4: And Fred Cox had a baby.
2: It would be Harrison Mevis. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of this guy, and you're—he's—he's he's <laughs> rotund. He's meaty. He is. He is
1: not your typical <laughs> kicker with like a single or double crossbar face mask. But he—but
10: he, so but does, he freaking he like drilled that kick. 94. Yeah, where's his defensive ends number? Any like 94? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 92. Uh, yeah. 92. Yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. It, but.
1: I mean, I so I wanted K State to win that game, but I just I just want if it's not my team, I just want it to be a good game. And I I didn't think he was going to hit that, and he drilled it, two hundred
2: and forty three pounds.
1: Oh, well, that's not as big yeah. as that. Wow. Maybe he's shorter. I, anyways, whatever. He's, Everyone he's, wears he's, their weight differently. Yeah. Okay, it's America. Everyone can can have their own. <laughs> style stop fat shaming. shaming drew No nope, fat shaming. Uh, I don't know what that was um so so let's stay with this for a second so Pat McAfee's got a show that's pretty popular he's done pretty well for himself a little bit Aaron Rodgers pretty good at football even though he was a Packer um but you you easy. had him obviously easy. what couch
10: I said easy I'm a Packers fan come on now are you really that's no, too bad no, uh, we're Joe, losing I connection with matt is, couch right yeah, now it's <laughs> weird it's sweet <it's>, he's <laughs> cutting
2: in and out it's <laughs> hey,
10: when, when you guys come to the ozarks i'll let you wear my cheese heads okay that's how much i love you all regardless and i know drew's a vikings fan and i've even got a randall cunningham jersey on the wall he can wear so there you go oh perfect okay perfect yeah i'll wear my thong i'll put your jersey on
1: it'll be great so so rogers <laughs> was on pat mcafee's show And you had Keith Olbermann, right? Who's one of the biggest douchebags who eventually will do something. He's an awful person um, who hates himself deep down and puts lipstick on at night. And he was super rude. We talked about it last week. We're not going to get into that. But he was super rude about Rogers tearing his Achilles, which is a horrible fucking injury. And you've got giggles, Keith Olbermann, who's never giggled or smiled in his life, talking about how it's great. And it's because of the vaccine. Anyways, so Aaron Rodgers goes on this new guy's show. I don't know, Pat McAfee, maybe you've heard of him. Uh, but he goes on his show, and here's how the four-time MVP responded. Take a listen.
0: Hold on, there's another guy. What's the guy? Keith Olbermann said oh. that— um, You love him, though. Because you're not vaxxed, that's why it happened. Yep.
9: Yeah, get your fifth booster, Keith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love pulling um... (laughs) the the tank top up over his face because he works for ESPN now, who is very much pro-vax. But I love it. Aaron Rodgers is just out there. He's like, dude, here's the deal. I'm a four-time MVP. I've won a Super Bowl. I do mushrooms, and I don't give a living shit about what you guys think, and I'm going to call all of you out. And I've always respected him to death. I just i thought that was great
10: yeah it was just phenomenal i was watching it live when it happened because i was i, I had your sh- i had um the coach prime stuff going on you know and uh you know mcafee was in colorado when this happened he had aaron Rodgers on along with the rock and so watching this thing uh watching this thing live was was hilarious drew it was it was
1: that's sh- I, I watched that show too i somehow missed that segment i saw it after the fact but that whole show was great, and by the way, amazing to get to, to travel since he's part of game day on Saturday, and then do your Friday version of the show at the game day set. Yes, must be rough.
10: <laughs> by the way, he announced today they will be in they will be in South Bend for the Notre Dame Ohio State game. The McAfee show will be on Friday.
1: We gotta we gotta up our game. That's that's the goal. That's the goal. Is we we've gotta we've gotta be. We gotta on, take it on the road. Let's take it on the road.
2: Yeah. Hey, sorry, honey. I'm one. Hey, one thing I want to hey, say I, I
10: about I have a plan. Go ahead, Tom, Cash. I, What's your plan? Well, Because I lost half a leg. You guys can push me in the wheelchair, and we will get front row access to everything. I'm just throwing that out there.
4: Holy good. shit! We get good parking spaces.
10: Yeah, <laughs> we get everything. Good, good parking, front row tickets. We'll be on the sidelines. I'm telling you, this is a genius plan, gentlemen. <laughs> it is. One thing
4: I wanted to add about Keith Oberman, and you know, I've worked in you know in television for thirty year thirty plus years. If you go back to when I was working in TV news. And I've met a lot of people. A lot of friends of mine have worked uh, have worked at ESPN, still work there. And the people in I've had friends that worked at Fox Sports, Fox Sports West when that was a thing, who and, and friends who have worked with MSNBC, at MSNBC. Every person I have known who has interacted or worked with Keith Oberman just hates his guts. I have never—usually in this business, or in the my former business, you would you would bump into somebody and say, hey, we've got a mutual friend, you know, how is this person to work with? Usually they always say—find say, something nice to say about that person. With Keith Oberman, it, there's never a nice thing said about him amongst his colleagues, which is very telling with somebody who's had, you know, such a, a giant career like Oberman has.
1: Well, but you can see that, like, honestly, I know it's, it's <laughs> I don't know, maybe not everyone sees that, but like, I feel like with certain people, and certainly Keith Olbermann being among them, there's some people you can look at and be like, he's miserable, he's a douchebag. You can see it in Keith Olbermann's face. He is an awful person. He's not a happy person. He's not fun to be around, and his
2: eyes and his face and everything says it like he wakes up miserable he eats miserable and he goes to sleep miserable yes yeah. and he yeah miserable yes 100
10: yes. he does his show from a closet at his mom's house you guys realize that right
1: <laughs> I, I i believe it i believe it um the only part i don't believe is that his mom i feel like his mom probably doesn't like him anymore like we're supposed to love our kids in perpetuity. well he's got
2: a separate entrance you know that he goes oh, yeah. in you know it's a so. yeah
10: you know, yeah, you know she's putting X Lacks in the pizza rolls, Drew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Enjoy your dinner,
1: Keithy. I've lost a lot of weight this month.
2: It's crazy.
1: Um, okay, so there's some <laughs> other weird shit we gotta just get into real quick. Actually, let's do this because it's we're we're running out of time because we've had so much fun, and let's keep note that regardless of what anyone else says, we've had forty three minutes in C block of fun sports talk. So we never got to the missing airplane. We never got to the missing airplane. Let's table it for what well, I'll give you a choice, Tom. Do You want to do missing airplane or do you want to go to Africa to finish things off?
4: Uh, let's go to missing airplane because I did some research on the uh, supposed coup in Congo. And the, just real briefly, the, the Congolese president said that there's no coup going on. And from everything that I've read, there is no military incursion against the palace right now.
1: Also in Congo or not Congo, excuse me. Um, in Niger, the French ambassador is apparently being held, according to Macron and Reuters and others, hostage by the junta. But we we'll, we can come back to that. Whatever. I mean, no one else
4: Niger is gonna explode in the next couple of weeks. That's what they said about the Backstreet
1: Boys. Um, okay. Did they <laughs> I don't know, did they say that? I don't know. Well
4: they did. They, yeah. they kinda, and they
1: did they exploded. They had yeah. a good career. They had a great career. Yeah. 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 I watched that clip the other day. I don't know if it's in sync or backstreet boys. I'm not gay. But the um, the clip from Brooklyn Nine Nine where they're where uh, they're oh it's Backstreet Boys in the
2: ain't lineup. nothing but it's a great clip He's so <laughs> caught up in that it is like it was number four that's the one who killed my brother oh my god I forgot what we were doing yeah, <laughs> um, okay
1: so there is a story that that's being talked about though and it should be so we've got an F thirty five a pilot who ejected from said F thirty five said he put it on what is it called zombie mode Tom.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, zombie, uh, yeah, so not zombie mode, uh, it was just saying was, uh, I don't have it in my notes. Okay,
1: so he ejected.
4: Something goes wrong over he, South he had Carolina. He no control over it. Yeah. He, he couldn't control the aircraft, and he's like, I, there's nothing I can do, it's flying me somewhere, I gotta get out of here. Yeah,
1: so he ejects, mm. again, over South Carolina, where... Chad Caton should be controlling the airspace. We've got Chinese balloons <laughs> being shot down. We've also had by the way, other aircraft go missing. but he so he so he goes and ejects from the plane. Good for him. Um, you should watch Top Gun Maverick this weekend. but he ejects from the plane and then subsequently we find out about this incident and we find out that this 80 million dollar aircraft continues to be missing days later it's fine no big deal we don't have is generals paying pup play put play
10: could, could it be nuclear powered because how it was it is it landing and refueling itself at this point after three days
2: that's what we were talking about this morning in, the, in our meeting it hasn't it hasn't landed or crashed anywhere Without yeah. the refueling, there's a couple of things that do we I, have a
10: nuclear-powered plane? We're not supposed to announce. Drew, is that a possibility? I,
2: I don't I, I
4: even pretend to know what's happening with anything anymore. <laughs> the, the the everything that I've read so far, they've they're starting to concentrate their search around Lake Moultrie and Lake Marion, which Lake Marion is named after Francis Marion, who's the Swamp Fox. Who in this movie, The Patriot, the Mel Gibson character is patterned after, which that area of the country, oh, wow. you know, has a lot of old Revolutionary War history and everything. But for me, if the if the plane did land in Lake Moultrie or in Lake Marion, it would be landing, It would be crash landing during you know, during the fall. Well, actually, the the end of summer on a lake. So you got to think there are going to be people out there who are going to report an aircraft going down. Because in this area, which is Berkeley County, South Carolina, in 2015, they had a fighter jet crash into a Cessna. And they were able to find that wreckage, you know, of course, fairly quickly. But with this pilot saying that he has no control over the airplane, and he's like, I got to get the fuck out of this thing, and he ejects something is up with the airplane. It's—for some reason, it becomes uncontrollable, but it's uncontrollable to the point where he's not, you know, it's not like in a, you know, in a death dive or in some kind of uncontrollable spin or anything. He just can't control it, which is really strange. So, of course— Everybody in the conspiracy world, which I love, (laughs) those are my people, they believe—the one conspiracy that I really like that's going on right now that is picking up a lot of steam is the Chinese hacked into it and have successfully landed the plane at an Air Force base in Cuba. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: there are <laughs> so there are discussions about that. Wow. There are discussions saying this was a China thing. I've heard people say that we've got Andy saying the pilot and Bobert's date both both ejected. um Hey-o. those are true <laughs> um but but I, but I, but here's the thing it, there's conspiracy theories out there, some of which we know end up turning true. There's all these theories out there. What we do know is that somehow, despite having significant monitoring devices and tracking information. And this thing called radar. And this thing called radar, founded by the Germans, which of course is translation for a whale's vagina, they can't find this thing. It's missing. Yeah,
4: You've got some sort of beacon on on an aircraft. Yes. There's no way no one knows where this thing is. Yeah. My favorite is the fact that the 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 base where this thing came out of has given a one eight hundred number to call in for tips if you've seen the plane. Well, and like, honestly, in in if I, I so I'm not a big South
1: Carolina guy, but I've been through the Carolinas, been to, to a lot of the different lakes there and whatnot. If it if it ends up being in one of the lakes. How does someone with lake houses, people out boating on That's the lake not saying. see it? Yeah. Like, How do you not see a fucking F-35 go crashing in? You don't just be like, hey, Herb, oh, anyways, can we get the cooler? I mean, like, you don't—it you, just doesn't
4: happen that way. Lake Moultrie and Lake um, Marion are very—in Berkeley County are very populated with houses. That's what I'm saying. There, there There's no way. I, I just can't believe that in the middle of the day— that a plane is going to crash into a lake and nobody knows anything, unless you're Back. Obama's chef. Yeah, that's true. Yes, if
1: you've been I mean, gang-raped by the Obamas, you might disappear hacked. in a lake.
10: Yeah, I mean, I think it's highly likely at this point, Drew, that this thing was probably hacked. It was on autopilot. Uh, you know, Kim Jong Un is probably flying it around over in Asia right now, doing you know, doing barrel rolls. Um, yes, just my take. I mean, they don't want they don't want us to know that, obviously. But it, it, at this point, if it hasn't crashed, then there, then it was, then somebody hacked in. Some foreign entity or terrorist is flying the damn thing, and it's probably nowhere near the U.S. anymore. It's probably, you know, heading elsewhere. But it's like, this is this is nuts. And I just want to clarify: if an M1 Abrams comes up missing in the Ozarks, it is not in my backyard. Just <laughs>
1: <wanna clarify. laughs> I love it. And by the way, I'll just wrap on this because you brought up Kim Kim Jong Un. If North Korea took this. And Kim Yo-jong, his sister, wants to take me to a theater and a play in Denver. It's inappropriate, but I will straight up get into the same situation that Lauren Boebert found herself in.
4: I love how you just fucking tied a bow on the entire episode.
1: Kim Yo-jong I will fight for your honor. I- Sorry. And then it ends on Drew sipping in some gin. Uh, Matt Couch, brother, it was good having you here. It's going to be great to have you throughout the week. Some some interesting tidbits we're going to bring in on that throughout the week. Uh, Folks, it was great as always. I was gonna, I was gonna toss one other thing. I'm not gonna do it. It was great as always, though. Please be sure to come back. Hit that like button on the way out. Uh, we're here all week, three to six p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday. We got Coin Club on Friday. You can sign up for Coin Club and get more, get that extra episode, get entered into contests, all sorts of stuff by going to dbcoinclub.com. For now, we're gonna go to the post-show press conference sponsored by Colon Sports you want to get those electrolytes up and then dump them right out with explosive diarrhea the best way to do it is with colon sport we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow be safe be smart be free
0: and now get ready for the this is my show post show press conference sponsored by colon sports the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal
1: he will just yeah just send her like a teddy bear and some yeah flowers to yeah all those kind of things whatever they like in north korea all right folks so it was a um fun episode always great mondays are like i always tell you mondays are my favorite we've got so many stories to hit on we've got some sports stuff we've got news politics all of it so uh monday's always a a favorite of mine here around the studio so glad to have all of you here with us today thanks for for engaging thanks for being with us wherever you watched it wherever you were chatting pouring into the show um but i will stop yapping uh at least for a second so we can get to your questions Si, is si, oh, it's, it's diego hey diego
2: yes I, I apologize for being gone for so long but um really yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> oh you know and people said you you were asking questions yeah sure okay oh okay well i you know bobert yeah. I mean, come on! <laughs> yeah, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> come on, what? Uh, the that, that that was it.
1: Just you know, oh, yeah. No, she look, uh, look. I mean, we talked about it on the show. Lauren Boebert is a very attractive U.S. representative who is supposed to be representing the people of Colorado. I hope that deep down on a lot of issues, um, she is. Uh, it was a bad week for Lauren Boebert. Well, it wasn't her best. You don't go out and act like a teenager when you're serving in the U.S. House of Representatives in a very public place. Act like a teenager behind the scenes. Do whatever you want to do. Don't care. Uh, It's none of our business, not my business. uh, But uh, again, you, you do it in a public setting like that, and regardless of whether it was a setup or regardless of whether the footage should have been released or shouldn't have been, I think we can all agree it probably shouldn't have been, at least not as readily available and fast as it was but it wasn't a great look, and and I, I like Lauren Bobert, but I'm not going to stand by Lauren Bobert on this particular issue. Um, I, I just am going to stand by her dress choice. Next question. Good afternoon,
4: Drew Myers Graham Bowie, Gold Coast Gazette. Uh, yeah, so what, uh, well, there are a lot of stories going on there, Drew. Uh, Missing airplane. The. Uh, Realignment with the college football. Yeah. And uh, the story that I'm particularly fascinated by is is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And, uh, you know, I remember when his uncle, Teddy, Got a little tipsy, and was on that island, and he went for a car ride, with that little girl, uh, Mary Joe, uh, Mary Joe Peckney was her name. I believe her kin were from, were they from
1: Chicago? Do you know Drew? I don't remember where her kin from, I, but I, I remember the the whole. You're talking about. The whole Chappaquiddick thing, I remember oh, that, yeah. Yeah,
4: and he was driving on a bridge, and the car rolled over. It was a sedan, but I can't remember. I think it was a Dodge, maybe. Was it a Dodge? Okay,
1: I, I don't remember the make of the car, Myers, if we're being honest. Okay. What's your
4: point with the story? Well, the point with was with, with my question, and my question is, the fact that this guy who was dressed like a you know, a U.S. Marshal and he was able to get in, you know, he wasn't working in the kitchen like a Sirhan Sirhan that uh, killed RFK Jr.'s father, RFK Sr., he just sort of like waltzed in. And my question would be, do you think that this kind of an incident would have Mister, that uh, secretary man, the uh, Mexican? I I can't remember the Mexican's name. He's a bald headed little Mayorkas. Uh, yes, that man, the uh, uh, Mayorkas is. Um, yes. Do you think that that would cause him? To rethink his decision on giving him RFK Jr., not senior, because he's dead. Um, Secret Service protection. No, um,
1: I don't. That that was that was. Uh, I love you, Myers. That was one of the longest questions ever. I, I don't. I no. I don't think it will change anything. The Democrats hate Americans. They hate people even uh, that call themselves Democrats that are supposedly on their side of course they're not because that that side like ours is very fractured i don't think there's anything out there any scenario where they decide that they're going to take care of rfk jr take care of of him and his security needs all of that uh this this whole story was fascinating how legit the the actual assassin was you know his plans who was behind the plans if anyone um is is all of course TBD but but the bigger issue of course is the fact that they have not given him security his 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 father his uncle his family kind of collectively has has been through the ringer on this stuff um and it's it's a it's a fascinating detail and and story nonetheless which by the way no one's really paying attention to um you know we did here today but but no one really uh across the the mainstream meetings paying attention to because you know what they don't care. They don't care if, if he's alive, not alive. In fact, they prefer if he's, if he's not. We probably got time for, for one more. Um,
4: let's go over here. Sebastian J. Bombay, the Big Apple. Hey, Sebastian. I want to talk about this catty little whore, Republican Lauren Boebert. You know, it just so the the her whole her whole presence just reeks of how uncouth, uncivilized, and unwashed Republicans are. And it's just so disrespectful for her to act in such an inappropriate way. It really is disgusting. And if she ever had any sort of sense of self-worth, and the Republicans had any sort of self-worth, they would have her immediately step down from her position. And I, I just—how I, is the Republican Party still a party?
1: Well, I don't know. First and foremost, if we are still a party, I think, as we always talk about here, that it's more of a fake opposition party and just part of the system than anything— uh, but look, no one's asking for. Uh, to, to your point first, if you think that your side is so so great and so clean and 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 moral, all those things, clearly you're not paying attention. Which I know you're not, Sebastian, because I, I hear you ask questions every once in a while when when security fails to to prevent you from coming in. But the but but the bigger issue here is. Look, this isn't about casting stones and, and complete and total judgment. There's judgment in it for sure. I mean, we all get judged for our actions, our words, all those things. Lauren made a mistake. I think this was a big mistake. I, I, I As I said 40 times on the show today, we talked so much about this. I'm not, I'm not one of those people saying I stand with Lauren Boebert and defend her actions. I just don't. I think that she was an idiot. I think this was a really bad look for her. But I also don't think that the Democrats are better in this. In fact, I think they're way, way worse. I think that the problem is is that we have a lot of horrible people representing us. I don't think this is a good look for our, our party, sure. It's not a good look for our country, our government, any of that stuff. Uh, but, to, but to say that there needs to be resignations and all of this, that's not quite where we're at yet. Um, eventually, maybe so. There's a lot that we have to sort through and fix as a country, and there's a lot of overhauling that has to be done. But as it pertains to this particular case, no, this was just inappropriate. This was immature, and uh, if if this was the worst that we were facing as a country, uh, then then sure, maybe we're talking about that. But you look at the things that you guys do on your side of the aisle all the time, and while this was bad, it really wasn't that bad. We're gonna take we're gonna take a, gonna take a, a stop here uh, and, and end things. Appreciate you guys being here. Appreciate the questions. As usual, we got all week. We'll get to more questions, I promise. Uh, So please come back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, post-show press conference in the final parts of the 5 p.m. hour. We'll look forward to seeing you then. Have a great day.
2: just heard Drew Berquist.
0: Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com. Monday through Thursday right here on RVS Spaces. Today, to get your free wealth protection guide, this guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now, before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.